Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> and Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. All right, here it is, a Friday, the second day of February, 2024. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there is not Nikki D. She is not in this morning. That's not me. <laughs> uh, there's Nelson Collin on the other side of the glass. Good morning there, Nelson. F-Nef. Good morning. There's Good morning. Dougie T. Good morning. Happy yeah. Friday. All right. Uh, 916-909-0985. You can also, well, you can get in on the text machine. I'm not going to read it because I don't know how to get into it, but you can get in on it. 916-909-0985. Give us a like, share, follow on social media. At Listen to the BS. Uh, get the live stream here at 7 a.m. Uh, on the BS and 98 Rock Facebook. Always get our podcast on the Odyssey app or the Bailey Show Dot com, our last pair of government mule tickets uh, to give to you closer to 8 o'clock where we'll attempt to pull off a game of tones. Mm. Uh, our buddy Charlie, uh, Charlie Davidson, as I like to call him. I give everybody nicknames. Charlie Davidson. And, uh, yeah, so he's going to come in at 8 o'clock and, and play a game of tones since Nikki has uh, decided to take the day off. You know, and truth be told, I actually told her not to come in because she was not. See, here's the thing is last weekend – she uh she went to Napa, right? She'd never been in Napa. And why is why do these people always applaud late? This is a, a delay in them, you know what I mean? I mean this audience is horrible. <laughs> so so she she'd never been in Napa and for her birthday some coworkers decided to take her to Napa, which was very sweet and very nice. Well, they're all sick, like deathly mm-hmm. ill. You know, I talked. I talked to one of them yesterday, and he's. I was like, "Wait, you know, of course it's the. Do you got COVID? Do you got the COVID? Oh no!" And he's like, "I've had COVID. This is worse." I'm like, what, "Oh great! What's worse than COVID?" Right? Don't say that out loud in California. Well, yeah, right. So uh, whatever it is going around, it's pretty bad. Now here's the kicker: is she's got it. Whatever they've got, because they're uh-huh. all sick. Everybody that was in this car is deathly ill, from what oh, I understand. Great. Dude, that could have been me. It could have been you. What? You know what I mean? Thank God like, I moved back to Nebraska. I would have been sick. It's it very been final you. destination, but I'm 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 telling you, even though it was a fancy Napa trip, though they felt so bad for me. It's I'm real good at doing that, getting people to feel bad for me and because I'm pathetic. Yes, you are. And they would have said, No, Nelson, you obviously have to come for Nikki D's birthday. I would be in this and look at my body size. <laughs> like I'm exactly who they said would die from COVID. You know what I mean? Right. You're more of a Napa auto parts guy. Yeah. <laughs> what size filter you need? Was that a 3.6? Was that a 2.4? You're not the Napa wine guy. <laughs> you say, you go up to somebody and say you've been to Napa. They're like, oh, what's wrong with your car? <laughs> You know, got two rental program, man. It's real good. <laughs> so, God, that's really good. So, anyway, 
Yeah, she goes she goes to Napa and she does her thing, and that's right up her alley, right? That's you know, and I'm, I was really happy that she got to go and experience it, and it was really sweet that everybody takes. This is why you know I don't like to hang out with anybody because now they're all sick, right? You know, they got the funk in the car, <clears throat> so none of them are at work. But here's the deal: I told her yesterday because she thought she just had sinuses and allergies. That's like what everybody starts out with. It's just allergies. <laughs> yep. You know, and she's got a good work ethic. You know, she's uh, she's military trained, right? So I think this California stuff's getting into her bloodstream because I got to tell you what I've learned when I've come out here because the, the, it's like there's no – and I don't know about, you know, for those that are listening, like what your situation is at work, if you'd like to educate me, that's fine. But this is what I've learned so far, at least working here, is that you can take the day off whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Like there's no – you know, most of us, if you're a full-time employee, you have a contract. And in those contracts, you usually, if you're smart – you negotiate vacation days, right? mm-hmm. and there's X amount of days. That's how I've always done it. So when I come out here, and uh, and I was having this conversation, you know, like agents doing all this stuff, and I was like, well, did you negotiate the the you know the vacation days? You know, I want X amount of vacation days, and I don't like to take off of work. I never mm-hmm. I never use all my vacation days. I never. No, but it's better to have them and not need them. And I never take you know, I, I, if I'm not here, it's either because I'm pissed off and I don't want to be here. Or I'm deathly ill. Like, mm-hmm. I have to be really sick. I'm just one of those guys. And I, I guess it's a flaw. You know, as the older that I've gotten and the, young, <laughs> the, the, young, the younger the people that I hang out with, it's a flaw that I like to work. And, yeah. And, you know, work being a workaholic is bad. Being a workaholic is bad. But if you spend time doing anything else, for the most part, it's okay. Man, I go to the beach every day and get in the water. That's really good for you. And that's not a waste? <laughs> right. So being a workaholic is bad. And I I look at it as a hobby. You know, I mean, this isn't a real job. What you do for a living listening, that's a real job. This right. is not a real job. No. This is fake. I've been able to fake it for almost 30 years. God, Amen. I'm good. I should have been an actor, right? So, uh, so anyway, so I said to Nikki yesterday, I go, you know, look. Uh, here, but here's the kicker. She's got she's she's going to the Grammys this weekend, mm-hmm. so she's she's got a big opportunity. So big opportunity after big opportunity, and I don't want her to miss that opportunity. You know, so I I told her I said, look, I'll, it's up to you. Don't come to work because you think I'm going to be upset or you feel like you know. Of course, I need you here and I want you here, right? You know, but it's a it's a dumb radio show. We'll get through it in four hours. You know, it's not a big deal. Uh, I, I'd rather you because it. Sleeping in goes a long way. Like our sleep schedule, you know, we don't have a full night's sleep. It's in, at least mine, it's in increments. It's so yep. there's two different days within a day. You know, <laughs> you go to bed at night and you don't go to bed. You just take a nap and then you wake up and then you come in here. You know, I'm up at, you know, 334 in the morning and then I come in here and I do this. And by the time I get out of here after having a long, convoluted, pointless conversation with management, then I'll go home and I'll finally get a nap around noon and then I'll, and then you know it's then I get up and then I go to the gym and then the day's done right so it's like two mm-hmm. different separate things anyway so I told her I was like I w- I'd rather you get a good night's sleep than to come in here uh and, and so you don't miss the Grammys I don't want you to be miserable you're still going to be sick but you're going to be miserable mm-hmm. and then as we were going out to the parking lot I was like you know what this is going to be great next week when we're talking about the Grammys in your trip because you're going to get every celebrity there sick. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. There's, She's pacing to zero. There's, yeah, there's going to be, like, zero production in any oh my of the music business next week, all because of Nikki D. If you are going to a concert from an artist that is at the Grammys next week and they bail out, it's Nikki D's fault. Oh, my God, that's 
glorious. Think about how much money in the business that is going to be lost because Nikki D is going to the Grammys. Her germs are going to spread all over wherever it's at, all over the place, and everyone's going to get sick. And I said, are you sure you want to take that chance? And she goes, yeah, I'm going, no matter what. You know, of course, it's like, tell her no. You know, like if you're sick, you know, especially post-COVID, right? Everybody's really trippy about that stuff. Before you could come to work sick, you'd power through it. Even your boss would say, are you really that sick? And you just power through it. You power through it. Now, they don't want you to come. They want you to stay home. So people now use it as an excuse just to be lazy. Right, right before, uh, well, I guess it was after COVID because uh, I my ex-wife moved out in, in December of, of COVID year, right? So that's the first time I ever experienced anything like that. Remember the cellulitis I had here in November? Oh, yeah. Well, I had something similar. My eyes didn't look like they were going to explode, but they looked like zombie eyes in both eyes in uh, December of 2020. And I came into work because I'm like, I'm fine. I can come into work. Let's do this. And they looked at me like I was like a demon. They go, what? Why would you do that? Like I had a bomb strapped to my chest. Right. Well, yeah. And, and you came to work because you and you found out you weren't contagious. Well, yeah, I was like, you were just you just didn't feel well. and You were in pain. I mean, that's no yeah. excuse to miss work. Well, th- right. Right. I mean, seriously, Does that make me old. Like, I think I'm old. I'm OK. Boomer now. You know what I mean? The bar is. Can you do your job? Right. That's the that's the bar. Whether you're I mean, I've come to work on crutches. I've come to work oh, with right. slices on my body, right. stitches, blood, you know, all that stuff. It's it's just, I don't know. It's just a different mentality. So I used to have to commute an hour a day, but one way and the other, with my left or my right leg, I had to swing it out into the passenger seat because I had my foot operated on. And then I had to pe- use my left to do pedals. <laughs> and that was for like three months before I could get any like function out of my right foot. Just to make it perfectly clear, I'm not beating Nikki up on this. I told, no. I told her to stay home because I want her to enjoy her Grammy trip. So I'm not, it's, this conversation. No, we're beating up Sarah at your office who said she's got a migraine. No, you don't. You have a headache. The migraine one really kills me. Uh-huh. I've worked with so many people. Oh, my God. And it, it's, it's a, it's not a, it's not a blanket statement. It's not an everyone thing because there are people that suffer from migraines, right? Like, and if you've had a migraine, not to walk on you there, Bailey, if you've had a migraine, you can, in a couple of questions, know from a person who's saying they're having one, whether or not it's real. And it, you just look at the person's history, their work ethic history. Mm-hmm. And it's the lazy people, like the guy I used to work with. I mean, that dude was so lazy and he would just, you know, oh, I got a migraine today. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're just lazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if right. you got a guy that or a girl that, you know, is a hard worker and she comes in, she likes what she does and all that good stuff, and she's not there and you're like, where's Sarah? You know, it's like, I can't. Sarah's always at work. She's yes. got, she suffers from migraines. I believe Sarah. I, yeah. You know, and I feel sorry for Sarah and I send, I send Sarah an edible arrangement because I feel bad for her. You know, but it's the lazy people that, you know, that's, you know, you get out. But here, you know, you can take any day and... I think you chalk it off as a mental health day, a mental, uh-huh. you know what? And I'm get there, there's been a couple times that I have not wanted to come into work just because I've been pissed off and mental I was health. like, I'm, I can do it. I can do it here. Nobody's, they can't question me by law, but I can't bring myself to do it. Not in your soul. It doesn't matter how legal it is. Not in your soul. Because e- I, I can't sleep in. I'd still be, I'd still get up at the same time because that's how my body clock is. And I'd be just going, what am I doing? I'm missing right. out. Right. You know, yep. I missed out. I don't know. We, we missed out. That person, something happened. That person that's jumping off the tower bridge could have called today. Exactly. Like, like I missed it. I missed it. And I, mm-hmm. It's that it's the FOMO feeling, right? Yes. 
That doesn't make sense. Fear of missing out feeling. Yeah, it's the FOMO yeah, thing. Yeah, that's the, that's the FOMO feeling. You're good now. All right. So, anyway, Nikki D's not here. Not going to be here Monday either because she's, you know, jet setting. Mm-hmm. She's going to the Grammys. Well, she's got to infect all those people. All right. She's going to go up to each and every one. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nikki D. I love your work. <laughs> Hairball. <laughs> Uh, is it a silly ritual tradition, I should say, that we still celebrate Groundhog's Day? Groundhog Day. Groundhog. It's not... I think it's hogs, right? No, it's hog. It's just Groundhog Day. You're right. Here it is written, part of Groundhog Day tradition. Groundhog Day. Silly tradition or cool tradition? You can tell me that. And being on the West Coast, this is the first time that I, I felt this, right? I get up, and it's done. Yeah, talk about FOMO. Right. I, we totally miss out on this stuff. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll tell you here when we get back if you're getting, what, more spring or more winter. Six weeks mm-hmm. if you believe in the most inaccurate tradition that we celebrate. <laughs> 916-909-0985. You want to start us off? Give us a minute here. Hang on. I really need you to believe me here because I love what Good Guys Heating and Air is doing. I mean, this is serious. Like, even if... I didn't have the relationship that I had with them. I'd be screaming this from the mountaintops just because over the years I've experienced uh, this type of plan with other people that has never been even close to what Good Guys Heating and Air is doing with their maintenance club membership. All right. So you buy the first year, you're getting two and three years, two and three complimentary. That's a savings. That's huge. And here's what you get the two seasonal maintenance visits per year. That's huge. You should be doing that anyway, right? Reduce trip charge and breakdown calls. Front-of-the-line priority scheduling on any service call needed. 20% off, not 10, not 5, 20% off recommended repairs. One-year buyback on any repair towards a new heating and air unit. Extended labor warranty on new systems from two years to 10 years with an active membership. You're not going to find a better deal. I kid you not. This is absolutely amazing. So give them a buzz. Talk to them about it. Get signed up. 530-GOODAIR. 530-GOODAIR online. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. Tell them Bailey sent you. Did the groundhog see its shadow? Do we get more spring? Do we get more winter? And do you even care? (laughs) I think you care because it's fun and it's innocent. Yes. Right? There's nothing more to it. You don't have to think too hard about it. Uh, on the, you know, I don't think anybody over here on the West Coast gets up early enough to watch Punxsutawney Phil come out of its little house and see its shadow. Uh, it's the first time that I've experienced Groundhog Day on the West Coast. I forgot, you know, I wake up and it's already done, and I feel like I, you know, I read a spoiler for my favorite television show. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't hate on Groundhog Day because it is so innocent. It's just a pointless. I mean, if you break it down, it's just a pointless tradition. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason why we do this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's especially lame in California. Is it? Why is that? Uh, just because the weather is usually the same. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, there's still oh, the yeah. the ra- rainy season is winter. Right. At least if you're you're not ele- in elevation, right? We always make fun of it. We've got six more weeks of a brutal Northern California winter. Right. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, well, just to let you know, Punxsutawney Phil did not see his shadow. Right. Uh, so that means we're getting an early spring. That's nice. a really good point. I didn't even think about that, Dougie T. Right. Like, does it really matter here? Nope. <laughs> Pretty much irrelevant. It's irrelevant, right? It only yeah. matters. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the, 
Punxsutawney Phil is not the only groundhog that does this. There's traditions in other states. And, right. and, you know, and there's a lot of states that don't necessarily have all four seasons. Like, you know, coming from Georgia, uh, we have um, General Beauregard. And uh, he, didn't, he didn't see his shadow. And, you know, if you live in the southern part of the state, you don't re- – I mean, yeah – it's very it's very similar. I mean, every blue moon, just kind of like right here, you know, 30 minutes up the hill, you go to Auburn, you'll get some, you know, that's where you live, right? right. You'll get some snow, right. just a little, just a little bit. A little taste. But you get that winter vibe. So Georgia's very much the same way, middle to southern Georgia, even just a little bit north of it. Well, I guess some, a, little, a little bit northern Atlanta. Sometimes we'll get some snow outside mm-hmm. of the snowmageddon, you know, uh, some years back. Right. And so they got uh, General Beauregard, you know, and he didn't see his shadow. So the two months out of the year, kind of like here in Sacramento, (laughs) winter is rainy months. Right. You know, that's our winter. It's just a bunch of rain. And then you've got, do you have anything in Nebraska, Nelson? Uh, No, but we also don't have but two seasons in Nebraska. So, like, we don't really need a, uh, we don't need a groundhog for that. There's no, like, uh, bull weevil that comes out of the cornfield or anything. We get about two weeks of spring and two weeks of fall, and everything else is just disgusting winter and disgusting summer. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, you've got the Staten Island Chuck from Staten Island, New York. That sounds like a sandwich, like you'd go into a deli. Yo, yo, let me get the Staten Island Chuck. Have you guys really not? Do you guys really not know that there's other groundhogs? I did, but I didn't know where they were at. I didn't know what their names were, and it, it begs the question. You said that General Beauregard said the same thing as Punxsutawney Phil. Do they always say the same thing? You know what I mean? Like, are they in cahoots, starting with like the Telegram days, and then now they can just text it, or is there a record of like Phil said this this year, but uh, Beauregard said this the next year? It is kind of odd how the rest of them come out just three or four minutes after Phil. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you know, Punxsutawney Phil is normally wrong. Like the predict, right. you know, the, the the prediction, the history of the predictions is wrong. It's just something goofy we do. You've got Jimmy the Groundhog from uh, Pennsylvania. No, nope, that's Punxsutawney Phil. Jimmy the Groundhog. Hey, it's Jimmy over here from New Jersey. I was going to say Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> Jimmy the Jersey Groundhog. <laughs> that's if it's not, he should be. <laughs> He's from Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. Oh. oh, boo. Yeah. Did you know of the, like, top 10 drunkest counties in all of America? All of America. Like, eight of them are in Wisconsin. Yes, I did know that. Well, I, I, I didn't know that detail, but I knew right. that people in Wisconsin, because I guess the, the, the theory is is that it just the winters are so brutal, there's nothing else to do other than uh-huh. to get drunk. You know, right, and eat cheese. Kind of like in Alaska. You know, when I was a kid and I was up there during the winter, uh, I thought it was a joke when my brother, because he was, lived up there six months out of the year with his dad growing up, and uh, and he's like, yeah, every Friday, the Eskimos, you know, you drive down the road and you'll just, you know, or Saturday morning, you'll see him drunk. And I was like, that's a joke. You know, I'm eight, but I still understand. I'm like, that's a joke. That's not real. And, you know, lo and behold, Saturday morning, we're driving down the road, and really? there are drunk Eskimos passed out on the side of the road. That's a wow. true story. And I was like, why is that? He's like, because they get paid on Friday and there's nothing else to do other than to get drunk. I was like, do they not have a home? And they're like, why? You know, like if you can fall asleep there, why not? It was the walking dead just driving down this road and you see people passed out on the side of the road. It was, oh, my God. It's a true story. Uh, you've got Potomac Phil from? Maryland. I was going to say it's got to be Maryland, right? Or Virginia, I guess. Where's the Potomac at? Uh, well, it splits through, right? D.C.? 
Right. So that's why I would guess you could be Maryland, Virginia, right? What's the other? Isn't there another state that's right there in, in the tri-state area? Delaware. Delaware. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the first, oh, cool. You're from Delaware. Oh, Delo. Scenic Delaware. Wharton Willie. Well, where's Wharton School of Business at? That's what I would guess where Wharton Willie is. I think I'm saying it's W-I-A-R-T-O-N. Wyorton? Wyorton Willie. Oh, that, I don't know about the Y Orton School of Business. I know the Wharton <laughs> School of Business. Well, the y, that's the online version. <laughs> the Ohio, that's my guess. It's Ontario. Oh, well, I, oh, I got an O. And I'm in the, I think they're in the same neighborhood, right? Aren't they just across the lake from each other? So we here in the United States and Canada, uh, from what I understand, are the only ones that celebrate Groundhog Day. And nobody else in the world celebrates Groundhog Day, even though really? it comes from German tradition. You know, so it, it you know, huh. you 17th, 18th, 19th century, you know, you have, you have the, um, what is it? The, um, the Pennsylvania Dutch. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Which have roots, roots in, in Germany, right? It's, mm-hmm. They actually have, there's another name in, in German, something like that. So, you know, it's, it's really, I guess, kind of a German tradition. And it started out as a badger. And I can understand why you change it. Right. right? Oh, yeah. I got you lose a finger. <laughs> Started out as a Wolverine, but, you know, we had too, we had too many injuries. So we, we changed count- it to a groundhog. Nice little sweet thing coming out of a house. <laughs> right. We just counted how many knuckles the guy who went to pick him up lost. Right. And that's, yeah. and that's how many more weeks of winter you had. Yeah. Or, or something. It was, yeah, it was called Badger Day, I think, originally. Okay. Yeah, Germans had a tradition of marking cannibals. Can- cannibals? Cannibals? That's an animal, right? <clears throat> oh, no. Feast of the Presentation of Jesus Christ. So there's a lot of religious overtone to this as well. Really? I had no idea. Even with a like a twist of Catholicism thrown in there. So I, I'm surprised this day and age it hasn't been protested either by PETA, right, that will go in and say, you're, you're, you know, what are you doing? This, this, you know, stop making the bear wear a tutu and dance. <laughs> or, you know, or somebody that says, don't push your religion on me. Right. You know, I want to religion, you know, separate. Separate mammal from church and state, right? Right. <laughs> I don't need all that. But if you want to buy into it and play along with the groundhog, we're supposed to get an early spring, which means whatever to you here in California. Mm-hmm. Spring training, that's all I'm worried about. Well, I don't think they changed the dates for baseball. Though. Right, right. Okay, right. all right. <laughs> push it back. Phil says push it back. Yeah, I don't think Punxsutawney Phil determines the – Spring training dates for the for Major League Baseball. <laughs> It'd be funny if he did, but I don't think he does. All right, no Nikki D. She is out sick. Uh, so Nelson, uh, yeah, we're going to tell you about a cross genre star that just got picked up for drugs, and there's been a huge update in Kansas City with those guys that died in, in their buddy's backyard. There you go. All right, first round of headlines. Two big stories from today. We'll get you that here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. And here we go. First round of headlines. Thanks so much to good guys. Heating and air. 530. Good air. Nelson. Hootie got popped. H1. Hootie and the Blowfish frontman and country star Darius Rucker was arrested earlier today in Williamson County, Tennessee. 
Uh, Rucker was arrested for two counts of simple possession slash casual exchange of a controlled substance and one count of a violation of the state's vehicle registration law. So it looks like he got pulled over, he got searched, and he ended up having uh, drugs on him. But with a minor drug offense, you would think that was marijuana. The story does not give us any uh, great detail, but in most states, any amount of uh, cocaine or a heroin would be an, an immediate booking in a, a felony. So you think it was something stronger than weed? No, I think he. I think it was weed, and maybe where was maybe, it? It was in Tennessee. Okay, yeah. So, like, if a state that doesn't legalize marijuana or by the ounce or whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's a simple pie. His mugshot. You know, I love Darius Rucker. I love Hootie and the Blowfish. Yes, I like Darius Rucker as Hootie. I love Darius Rucker as a country artist. I'm just a fan of Darius Rucker, and you know, he's like, and he's got for the most part a clean record, like a clean image, and then you're going, you know. Did you have to? I mean, I know you got to put it out because he's a celebrity, but the mugshot—he doesn't look good, and mm-hmm. it, you know, it doesn't—it doesn't describe. Like, did he get popped for some weed and he forgot to register his light? I mean, like right. something silly and stupid like that, and then you just kind of see the headline in the mugshot, and you're like, "Oh, I'm not listening to that anymore." Right? He's just to a horrible me, it, person. It's giving—it's giving vibes of that they caught him for the the vehicle registration. Like maybe Tennessee scans for plates. It doesn't say why they, in fact, uh, had given him this in the story. Just that it was simple possession and misdemeanor charges, and so they probably got him. His, scanned his plate, saw his registration was up, pulled him over. His face on the mugshot looks like really, you know, right? He's <laughs> like, you're really gonna go through this, really? For this, yeah, for this. That's what his face looks like. When I saw mm-hmm. it, I, I didn't even read the headline. I just saw his face at first, and right. I was like, this has got to be something silly. It's Darius Rucker. He's like, yeah, he's like, like pure. You know, he sat down on the couch and let her cry. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> right. It can't be that big of a deal. All right, second start. It looks like the writing may have been on the wall in Kansas City, H2. All right, let's start with what matters here. Breaking news, okay? We now know what killed these three men in Kansas City. How it happened? Whom else might be in danger? Those are the questions, but this is certainly not over. Early toxicology reports indicate that cocaine and fentanyl were found in the systems of the three men that had uh, passed away in that Kansas City backyard. The cops have detected it. Uh, they have not made an official statement, but the, that information has been leaked. And originally, they were wondering why he didn't come forward with that information. Like, hey, why didn't, why didn't you tell us all you, you and your buddies were getting messed up? And through his lawyer, it's basically been confirmed that, well, he did the right thing. He shut up and he lawyered up because he's in a legal situation. So that's what you said yesterday, probably Fennel. So do you, like, again, I'm not smart with the heavy drug stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, fellas, come on over. Let's watch the Chiefs game. Yes. We're going to get high. I've got yep. some cocaine, and I've got some fentanyl. No, or- nope, we got some cocaine, and a drug dealer has laced it with fentanyl is my guess. Okay, so you don't you don't purposely take fentanyl. No, that is why this fentanyl epidemic is really starting to hit a fever pitch. It doesn't make sense to me from everything that I know about drugs, okay? Cocaine and fentanyl don't do the same thing. Fe- uh, cocaine is literally a topical anesthetic that will also elevate your heart rate. 
It's inane. That's what Novocaine, cocaine, that's what they are. They're anest- it's an anesthesia. Oh, you got to get, get rid of the ain, huh? Right, you got to get rid of the ain. But with uh, with uh, fentanyl, that's a, a morphine. That's an opioid. That's a heroin. That's even back to opium, you know what I mean, itself, like the poppy that people used to smoke in dens. So what's happening, especially on the pill side and the heroin side is drug dealers are taking a tiny bit of fentanyl and a bunch of stuff that looks like heroin or whatever else to press it into a pill that you can take and they're not getting the dosage right because so little fentanyl can kill you. Why it's being mixed into cocaine, I have no idea, but that's why they're saying get drug tests. Like you can get drug testing kits, much like a story we did, Bailey, uh, not that long ago about bars having to give like the roofie strips out. Right. People are encouraging their friends, if you're going to get drugs, go to Amazon. You can get a drug testing kit that will tell you if fentanyl is present. A little bit of fentanyl as you and your boys are doing some toot, dude, you're going down god i would love to talk to somebody that gets high on cocaine or a hard drug and mm-hmm. they actually test it before they get like not once not right. once right. well you'll you'll never meet someone <laughs> no. i guarantee you will never meet someone that says you know what we're safe drug addicts <laughs> we test all of our drugs before we get high so okay so real quick can you take fentanyl and survive yeah Okay, it's just fentanyl it, is prescribed. It's a medication that's even given. All right, so I'm just trying to understand this. I mean, I know it's a problem, mm-hmm. and it's a problem because nobody knows that it's laced in the drugs. But you know, on the on the on the, the bright side of things, like maybe you'll stop doing these drugs. Right. Well, you would think if I mean, like you have to have known all along. You know, the people are like, I don't trust anybody. DTA, don't trust anyone. But yet, you're just going to go to Ray around the corner. And grab some kind of drug having no idea where it came from. Well, the idea is you fall into the trap of, well, I always get from this person. This is this person is my buddy. They would know. Someone along the chain would have already found out before them. They would have told me. You're, you're trying to justify it is what you're mm-hmm. trying to do. Yes, exactly. Right. Uh, give you an update on Paper Towgate 2024. This might be getting out of hand a little bit. Not by design, I promise <laughs> you that. Uh, organically out of hand, which always <laughs> oh makes God. me laugh and I love. Uh, and all the hate for Taylor Swift as we ramp up to the Super Bowl. I'm trying to figure this out as as well. You know, there's so many other celebrities that have gotten hate for, like, no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So then you go, all right, is it the people that hate, they have the problem manufacturing something in their brain? Is it jealousy? What's the problem here? 916-909-0985. Give us a minute here. Hang on. Appreciate you being here. It's the BS. Good morning. My name is Jason Bailey. Nikki D's out not feeling well. If you'd like to go on social media and give her kisses, wish her well. That'd be nice. There's Nelson, Kyle on the other side of the glass, Dougie T. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. The live stream is up as we do each and every morning at this time until about 9 a.m. on the BS Facebook as well as the 98 Rock Facebook uh, just a side note before I get to your phone calls, and, and we talk about the hate on Taylor Swift. But uh, so yesterday at this time, I uh, I told you a story about how I got in some trouble, and I messed up, you know. And, and if you want to go back to the podcast on the Odyssey at thebaileyshow.com, that's fine. I don't have time to re up the whole thing. It's just I got in trouble, you know, and it was my fault, you know. I own up to it. I I'm, I, I dip and I dip. Uh, I, I was di- I was dipping in the studio, and that's mm-hmm. a that's a total no no. And you know, I just missed that in the company handbook, so I went back and, and I read it, you know, like four or five times, and I really got the, the understanding of why that's that's so so bad. Anyway, 
Um, but that's really not the big point of it. The big point was that I was using too many paper towels and the assumption <laughs> that I was only using paper towels to put in my spitter, uh, which is not true, but perception sometimes can be perceived as reality. And uh, so I figured I'd try to rectify the situation. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, you know what? What I've done is, you know, we got the, the lady, uh, Val, who owns the, the cleaning company that supplies the paper towels to this to this area of the, the building. And I told her, don't worry about it. I got you. And I ordered uh, paper towels in bulk, and they are here. If you'd like to check the show and my personal social media, you will see the paper towels have been delivered to my boss's office. Oh, you got them overnighted. Oh, yeah, I paid extra. Oh my god! And I put a bow on them too. Love the bow. Love the bow. So there's a picture that you can see <laughs> on the BS social media and at Mr. Jason Bailey of them sitting right in front with a song that I think goes very, very well with it. Uh, so that, that it's right there waiting for this gentleman when he gets into work, just so he knows that I'm trying to be a team player. I am trying to work this out, and you know everybody messes up. I mess up. I'm no different. Anyway, so that's that. You know that it should be over and done with. Well, for those that don't know and that are new with this show, um, for years, you know, I've, I've done this show in, in different places. And over the years, I've been lucky and fortunate enough to accumulate a pretty great, a great, not a pretty good, a great fan base. Uh, and they're called Two Percenters. There's a reason for that. And you can find it on Facebook. There's a private Facebook group called the BS Two Peers. And it's just a fantastic group of people. And now we have uh, a good group of people that are here in California and Sacramento that are part of the group. And within that group, there's a chat that I'm a part of. So we talk all the time. You know, I mean, it's one-on-one. You know, somebody messages and there's a conversation. I get involved and so on and so forth. So recently in the past, you know, 12, 24 hours, the chat has been paper towelgate. <laughs> and people, <laughs> YouTube peers are actually sending paper towels to the radio station. Oh, my God. What have you started? <laughs> I didn't do this on You know I, I did not do this on purpose. It just... It has got, because people care about the unpaper towels. Right. Right. And did he say unpaper towels? I did. You know, that's the politically correct term. So I'm seeing these screenshots of people that are saying, so like next week, there's going to be an overabundance of paper towels in this place. I got to tell you, that's funny. I mean, that's really, really funny. Lifetime supply. Uh, I love to make a point. And I think uh, with your help, I'm making this point even more. So uh, thank you for that. Anyway, I just thought I'd bring that as well. thought it was oh pretty funny. <laughs> like, like, and, and they're not just sending one, like a couple of people are sending like one paper towel, well, like one roll of paper towels. Right. But there are people sending it in bulk. Oh, yeah. And, and somebody had messaged and said, don't worry, Bailey, we got you. Costco. Paper towels forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's so funny. Right, you know, people like that kind of stuff. I love that kind of stuff. So. Well, the good news is Placer SPCA can use any of the leftovers. There you go. Well, no, Doug, I'm, I'm sure it's a great organization, but they're staying in house just in case I fall off the wagon. Lifetime right. supply, right? In case I yeah, fall off. Yeah, I mean, that's good to plan. You know, you never want to think that's going to happen, but stuff comes up. Right. You know about falling off the wagon, Nelson? Right? Oh yeah, I've fallen off the wagon a couple of times. Look at that. All right. Uh, all right, nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. So let's talk about uh, the Super Bowl and the, and the hate for this Taylor Swift girl, right? So she's kind of a big deal, right? Arguably the biggest uh, artist, uh, if not celebrity, in the world. Yes. So why hate on her so much? You because know, she's famous. Because she's famous. Is that it? Yeah, it's a Nickelback effect. Uh, okay, I, I'd buy into that. Like you know, it's fun to. It's here's how I've always looked at it, and and, and I'm not going to lie, not to say that I've never done this before, because I have. It's it's the it's the heroin shot. 
theory, right? It's you just need the bump for the quick hit, mm-hmm. even though you know it's not going to last forever. So, and if all your buddies are doing it, then why not you do it? Right. So if everybody, if like the 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 whatever is to hate on someone, especially a celebrity, it's easy to jump on that bandwagon because now you're part of a group and you have something in common with that group and yes. everyone wants to be accepted. But if you take a step back and you go, okay, it's a you know 30-some-year-old girl that decided to, that she's a musician, she wanted to be in the business, she just happens to be famous, uh, you know, and that's what it is, and then she starts dating Travis Kelsey, arguably one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game, mm-hmm. uh, and then she's on camera because, you know, she's there supporting him at the football stadium, which I think that's what it was. It was the guy's game of football. Right. And you're taking time out of the game to put it on Taylor Swift, which she has no business being a part of my game of the NFL. <laughs> right? right. You know, so if that didn't happen this year, this whole Taylor Swift effect would not be taking place, and the conspiracy th- theories that boil out from it would not be taking place. Would you agree with that, Nelson? I would agree with that, yes. Okay. So then you got to ask yourself, because you're intelligent, those that are listening, you're intelligent people, why would CBS and Fox, you know, and all these different networks put her on television? Are they part of whatever conspiracy, the hate, you know, what, 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 what's going on? Mm-hmm. I think you're thinking too much into it. You have to understand that in a 60-minute football game, we get, I think, on average 11 minutes of actual football. Right. 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 I mean, that, that's statistically proven, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I love football. Uh, that's my sport. Love it. I'm, I'll, I'll watch it. But that's why the red zone exists. That's why the red zone is so popular because it weeds out all the stuff that we don't want to hear. We don't want to see the commercials unless it's the Super Bowl. We don't want to hear about this. We don't want to see about this. We just want to watch the scoring plays. And then that feeds into the addiction of you know gambling or fantasy football or whatnot have you. With them showing Taylor Swift is them filling time and making money, right? I mean, anytime mm-hmm. there's a celebrity at a sporting event, the camera's going to go on them. That's mm-hmm. what the production team is told to do. It's even better if they know ahead of time, right? If they know it, I mean, that's the norm. I've been a part of these production meetings. I know that for a fact. And I think you know that. You don't need me to tell you that. Because it brings something to the game that they did not have before. You know, a celebrity that's at a sporting event is going to bring an oomph to the game. It's going you to know, bring more know. eyes and ears. And that's the that's the goal to any sport right. is to bring – it's a goal to radio. That's the goal to TV is you want to bring somebody from the outside in that doesn't normally listen or watch or, you know, or hear or whatever the case may be, the product – because that means that you're going to get more ratings and you're going to get more money that comes in and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Promos, you know what I mean? Yeah. It reminds me of Fox carrying the World Series and all of a sudden they've got all these stars in the audience that have shows coming up the next day, right? So And that's planned. It's all promos. It's all, it's all promos. Yeah. You right. know, and then they just happen to have a script in front of you. You know, the start of the new year, Thursday night, it's 8 o'clock. That's, you know, exactly. it's, it's part of the gimmick. Yep. Uh, you know who's really good at that is Vince McMahon with the WWE. Yes. Right? He is in the, the wrestling business before he took over all the territories for the most part, right? You know, he had the idea. Look at WrestleMania 1, Liberace mm-hmm. and Muhammad Ali and oh, yeah. uh, Cindy Lauper and all these different celebrities. was like, if we get those celebrities to be there, then people that aren't wrestling fans, that are Cindy Lauper fans, that are Muhammad Ali fans, that are Liberace fans – 
they're going to watch. And he was right. They still do it to this day. You know, that's why they bring in the Logan Pauls. Logan Paul's mm-hmm. not a wrestler. He's an amazing athlete, and I think he's become a great wrestler, but he's an internet sensation. He's got millions and millions of fans on YouTube or online that either yep. listened to his podcast or watched him and his brother before now that are watching him as a wrestler. Whether they want to see him die or not doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not the point. They nope. want to just watch because they want to watch turn four. They want to see the car wreck. It's the stern effect. Yeah. But how many people listen? Well, so, okay. Well, what about the people that hate him? Funny you ask that. Right. They listen 10 minutes yep. more. <laughs> they listen 10 minutes more. Yep. I think Cowherd uh, uh, put it best when he said, if she, wasn't, uh, if she wasn't a woman, this wouldn't be an issue. And then he fired off. There's uh, Jack and the Lakers. No one says anything about uh, uh, Spike Lee and the Knicks. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, my God, back in the day, you'd be excited because you saw Jack on, down on the court. You're right. Or, no, no guy has ever not won. Huh. Mm-hmm. Because Travis Kelsey doesn't get any hate when he's talked about outside of football. Nope. Right? No, he does not. Just, if she wasn't a, if she wasn't a woman and she was just a superstar and his buddy or whatever, this would be a it would be a non issue. Twenty five seconds, by the way. That's how much T V time she got in the AFC championship. Okay, so I'll I'll give you a little bit of that. I don't want to live and it's all about the woman thing, but I'll I'll give mm-hmm. you a little bit of that. That would yeah. mean that would mean like the majority of the country is sexist. Right. And maybe they are. I don't know. But let's, maybe the vocal majority is. You know what I mean? The trolls always sound the loudest on the Internet. Yeah. But I, I, let me give you another theory. OK. The other theory is that she's getting hate mainly from the football audience because she overshadows the football star. Oh, yeah. I can see that as well. Think about any other athlete that's dating a celebrity. Right. Or a singer. Or, you know, an actor, actress. Yeah, who's more famous? Who's more famous? I mean, look at Russell Wilson. Is married to, what, uh, Sierra? Sierra. Sierra. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, she was a great pop star and whatnot, but she, you know, it's not a it's not a Taylor Swift. She doesn't get hate when she's put on camera because she's not no. as big of a deal. She doesn't right. overshadow Russell Wilson, which, by the way, in the last two years is pretty easy to do. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So think, that- think about a... Male cele- male actor, I mean a male athlete that is married or dating a female celebrity that is bigger than them. Hmm. I would say the closest thing that comes to mind is maybe Gabriel Union and D Wade. Yeah, but D Wade Dwayne Wade has been retired for years. Okay, yeah, you're saying okay, but I'm just mean in the height of it. She was pretty famous. I don't even know that she was more famous than Dwayne Wade, though. She was not. I would I wouldn't think so. Uh-huh. You know, for the basketball fan, and I'm not a huge basketball fan, but you know, in his heyday, I mean he was a great basketball player, there's no doubt about it. Right. But, you know, he was he was the man. Definitely in Miami, right? Uh uh A Rod and J Lo. That'd be the only case I can think of where someone would be there more famous go. than the other one. Yep. How often was she? I don't even think she went to the games, did she? Well, now that's fair. I don't remember a time where I saw her in like a, a Yankees jersey or anything. But yeah, she did. She didn't go all out for her man. Let's say. <laughs> I think I think Jennifer Lopez was smart enough to know the end result of that one. So it was a it was strictly. Hey, when the game is done, I'll meet you for dinner. 
Strictly business. Yeah, I don't think she was the biggest supporter of the A-Rod baseball Yankees days. <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess she would be. That would be a good example. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, there's Charles in... Me- right, that's not going to work. Uh, there's Jan in Citrus Heights. How are you, Jan? I'm fine. Uh, can you answer the question, why the hate for Taylor Swift? Well, you know, I mean, uh, well, that's a large question. You know, um, I go large. I was thinking when you were talking about football, uh, she's kind of like a, her image, you know, sometimes squeaky clean, sometimes a little temptress, whatever. Her audience is mostly, generally, uh, based on what I read, uh, teenage girls. It's, you know, and young women. Well, not anymore. No, no way. I disagree with that. She's been famous. I mean, she's been famous for so long that people my age even grew up listening to her when she was a country star. Well, I mean, a lot of that. That's what I've read. That it was like sure. her. A lot of girls love her. Yes, mm-hmm. girls do so love her. Sometimes the guys are that are watching football. Maybe they would uh, on their own time. They're listening to Diamond David Lee Roth or. Uh, <laughs> Or, or they're listening to ACDC or something, and her image comes on, and they, they're un- slightly, they're uncomfortable with it. Yeah, but think, it's, Jan, it's, think it's about it's like bubblegum rock to her. Them. Yeah, what, bubble but, gum rock, but, but, really there. but, it, but it's not, yeah, she, she, well, she's not a rock star. She's a pop star. You know, she made that decision. Uh, so. Bubblegum pop music, yeah, and they don't. Well, all, they, it just throws them off. You know, like what I was watching a. Yeah, but, I was watching the the offensive line slamming that. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, okay. So all pop is bubblegum pop. I mean, that's there's no pop that's like hard pop or edgy pop or you know, it's all bubblegum. I mean, and it's not a shot to it. It's just that's the that's what it is. There's no classic pop. Right. So so here's the here's the thing, and this is this has gone on in music forever, right? Why is it that especially in the rock world, men are more attracted to guy led rock bands than women? And women in rock music, right? So isn't that isn't that weird? Like if like if you're traditionally it's a dude and I'm into chicks and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like we repel women in the. I mean, we might like them. Oh, I right. love I love Heart. I love Amy Lee of Evanescence, Pat Benatar, Joan Jett, Lita Ford. You know all these great women in rock music. But guys are attracted to guys in the rock world. It's really really weird. So with the theory of she's just got women listening where's the hate coming from if it's coming from men she's an attractive blonde that's got a lot of money what else do you want in life <laughs> right <laughs> right right you know yeah. and, and then if you take the argument is that she's a manufactured artist i can tell you firsthand that is the farthest thing from the truth right, right. i met her when she was 13 14 years old playing in the small bar at a festival in orlando florida and there was like five people in the room and I'm sitting there talking to one of her first people in her life in the in the record side of things. And he told me, he goes, this girl's going to be a big deal. She works tirelessly trying to hone her craft. All she does is write songs. So she's one of the very few singer-songwriters that exist in that pop That's world. True. You know what I mean? That is true. So yeah. what so so then what's the hate? I don't I don't know. Maybe people don't know as much as you just I didn't know that about her background. Yeah, look but at I'm that. Maybe they, the heavy makeup, and they just feel like she's kind of foisted on them, and they're maybe they're looking for something different. Maybe they're looking for another Ann Wilson. Maybe they are. We could always use another Ann Wilson, <laughs> right? Right. 
<laughs> yeah, or well, we I need mean, to... Uh, I know it's, you know, it's like, uh, you know, sometimes I get a quality... From, I, li- I like Taylor Swift's ingenuousness. I actually like the girly thing and the, mm-hmm. and the, the positive and the buoyant thing. But when she does that kind of like the red lipstick and the pouty, like Slut. like the head cheerleader, I'll kiss you, I don't need you. Right. We, we, uh, we don't need that. That, oh. that, that, that bothers uh, you. Bothers. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> bothers people and you, Jan, and we don't want to do that. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go. Have a good weekend. I got to run, all right? Yes, sir. All Thank right. you. Thank you, Jan. So we figured out the Taylor Swift effect. <laughs> Very simple. It's the red lipstick. Right. That settles it. You know. Now, I'm not stupid. I know that there's the political conspiracy that goes along with it, which I think is kind of <laughs> silly to be honest with you. But you don't have to worry about that anymore. Because Jan just told us it's all about the red lipstick. It's lipstick. I can go through some other people of name that we've hated, and really for no reason. I mean, like right. if you if you break these down, it sounds really silly. <laughs> yes. You know, and, and 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 I'm not beating you up for like listening because I'm I'm a part of this too. I've said a lot right. of these same things, and now that like I thought about this last night, I'm going. I feel like kind of an idiot right now. Like, I actually spent time out of my life to say or think these things for no reason whatsoever. All right, we'll do that here next. Hang on. You know, when you think about the, like, the Taylor Swift effect, right, the hate, and everybody's got their reasons, whether it's politically motivated, whether it's jealousy, which no one would ever admit to the jealousy thing, right? That's somebody else has got to tell you that. Right. You know, uh, that nice woman that just called Jan was you know was you know generically speaking you know maybe it's because she's manufactured it's the red lipstick you know all these little different reasons that it could be that you know when it's each into their own it's what you think but when you take a step back and you go okay here's what's going on in my day I've got to get up got to have some breakfast I got to get the kids together I got to go into work I got to make sure I hit this meeting at 9 a.m. Uh, I got to deal with that and then the post of the, you know then you know I got to make sure I get home and it's Friday so. You know, maybe I'm going out to Sky River tonight, but I got to meet my friends there. It's set, you know, it's like, so all these things are on your brain. You actually take time out of your life to, to do this. And it's not just her. This isn't just about her. This is just about anyone you don't know. Right. You know, and then if you break it down even more, it's somebody that you do know. I mean, everybody's heard the term living rent free in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right? You're allowing squatters in your head. I know, but it's so hard to evict them. It is. Oh my God, I could I could teach a class. It is so easy. I was having that conversation with our boss the other day. He it like blows his mind that I turn this off when I leave here. You know, yeah, I'm like most people can't do that, but you should be able to. I don't know that that's accurate. You have to have something else in your life, and that's the that's thing. That's fair. That's that's what I've come to. This is my, this is my theory. This is my realization. If you think of someone else. That really has no bearing on your life, and that is probably most likely not thinking about you. That's a you thing, especially if it's a celebrity. And the reason being is you need an effing hobby. You find a hobby or a family or something to do, then these things won't exist. But you look, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that allow other people, especially celebrities, this Taylor Swift is living rent free in people's head. I mean, it'll go away after the Super Bowl, of course, but. You know, it's just living rent-free, and the media kind of perpetuates it even bigger, especially if you're listening to the political stuff left and right, right? You know, the right's got one version, the left's got another version, Mm -hmm. and it's just making you go crazy. And I think like 99% of everybody can agree on one thing. We're done with hearing that stuff, but yet we let ourselves 
into that stuff. It's crazy. Think about Paris Hilton, right? When mm. she was all plastered in the early mid 2000s. Yes. Paris Hilton is credited with it's Paris Hilton and Britney Spears. Yep. If they if it weren't for those two women, TMZ would not exist today. No. Nope. Would not exist. Splash in Lindsay Lohan, she was part of that little trio there for a little bit. Splash, splash <laughs> right? <laughs> so wh- why the hate for Paris Hilton? She's she's beautiful. She's she she plays the ditzy part where she's really not that ditzy. She's not. She's actually a savvy businesswoman. She's got tons of cash. Like again, a blonde with cash, dudes. What's wrong with you? I know, but it's easy to hate on them because they're rich and famous, and you got it so easy. But do they? I mean, do you know that for a fact? No, you no. don't know what they're going through. So the hate, obviously, ease the easiest hate for Paris Hilton would have been in the sex tape. Okay, mm-hmm. would you not have wanted like again? This is coming from a guy's standpoint. Would you not have wanted to been a part of that sex tape? In a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> right? So it why? It lasted a heartbeat. Wouldn't have been a whole tape. Could, could have made a reel out of it. And, 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 and probably 60% of the haters on that have made one of their own. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no judgment here. More power to you. So, like, the, the, it's always funny when you see, well, they're a slut. Well, what did they do? They made a sex tape. Well, mm-hmm. have you ever done something kinky? Yeah. Does that make you and your wife or girlfriend a slut? Well, no. Why? Well, because we did it. Oh, oh, I understand. Oh. You know, so it's the sex day for Paris Hilton to me, but everybody hated it. Yes, her. and then it was the media barrage, right? Of just it's Paris this, it's reality show, it's reality show, mm-hmm. and then that's when people get sick of it. But that's the goal, right? Is yeah to oversaturate, right? More the merrier. Lindsay right. Lohan, like you said, another one. What was the thing with her? Because there is the idea that she was. You know, not easy to get along with on the set. She thought she was too big with for her britches. Well, and she got into some drugs, and, you know, she just had a crap. She got dealt a crap hand in her two parents. Her two parents were stage parents that got a little bit of fame, and then all of a sudden they were really living vicariously through her. You know, again, living rent-free. There's no reason for the hate. Uh, Justin Bieber, okay, what, what's the hate? He was a kid. Mm-hmm. He gets into the business. Now, from what I understand, he is extremely arrogant and just kind of a putz. But, but is he still... I, or is that like what you're going off of with the old reputation? Well, I don't know. I don't know Justin Bieber. Uh-huh. But just for face value, for if you're sticking back, go, what's the what's all the hate for? Jelly Roll. Take Jelly Roll. Jelly Roll is one of the most like legit, awesome, nicest, coolest human beings that's worked his way up from the ground up. Right. Made tons of mistakes in his life, including all of his tattoos, as he told me, you know, uh, in that Odyssey check-in, which you can find on our YouTube page or the Odyssey the the he, he like hates not he'd get rid of 95 percent of them. he yep. owns his mistakes so like you have a guy that says i screwed up he finally makes it big in his mid to what late 30s yeah way late in that business mm-hmm. and he was all last year he's going to probably you know just bank at the grammys come this weekend yeah, and they're he still just talked in front of Congress for God's sakes, right? To try to do good, right? And still, there's hate on Jelly Roll. Why? I don't understand it. Probably you're famous because the song is what played too much. Yeah. Do you understand how that works in radio or any other business that plays music? It's that you're trying to cater to as many people as possible, so you up the frequency, you up the volume. Radio is a volume business. Well, it goes back to another conversation that we all had as a show, and that was with Chad Kruger. And what did he say? Whose fault is it that they got played so much? Ours. Ours, right. <laughs> but, but even more importantly is 
You listened. Yeah. Right? You don't have to listen either. And requested. Yeah. You don't have to listen. That's the other thing (laughs) is when people complain about a song being played too much, it's like you don't have to listen to the song. You have that option. You have that choice. That's what's great. We live in America. You can do whatever you want. So then you have some other celebrities that probably deserve the hate, like a Chris Brown, right? Because he beat, yeah. he literally beat a woman, you know? Right. I mean, that's like on paper, legit, well, got arrested then, on stuff. Like had a, a litany of other troubles as well. Remember he tried to throw that chair through a window at like MTV or somewhere or NBC. It was like one of those downtown TV st- studios in New York City. Kanye West gets all kinds of hate, and I love Kanye West's music, but, Mm -hmm. you know, if anything, right now, there should be zero, I mean, outside, look, I know he said some pretty weird, wacko, horrible things on Twitter and whatnot. (laughs) The guy, I I think the guy will go down in history as one of the, uh, I don't want to say misunderstood, but misdirected promotional machines thinking that, you know what, I got to get attention. Because that's all that happened in that world, especially that rap world, it's all about getting attention. It's like, all right, well, you know, the anti-this stuff is probably not the way to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the guy's music is good. The guy works hard, right, and all that good stuff. Yeah. He got hate. What was it that he did that he got hate on? Now, this is the, just to bring it all back around, and then we'll break. But what did he do that got the hate? <laughs> he interrupted Taylor Swift's right. EMA right. speech. Yeah, exactly. So if there's anybody that should be over right now <laughs> with all the hate with Taylor Swift, it should be Kanye West. <laughs> Nobody's like. And if you wanna, if you wanna pop for a Super Bowl halftime show, Usher's great. Bring out Kanye and Taylor to do Oh my god. The Friends theme song or something. It, it would be bigger than like the MASH finale numbers, you know what I mean? It'd be like 200 million people live watched it. Yeah, right? Or have Taylor come out and start one of her songs and get interrupted by oh, Kanye West. I'm gonna let you finish. Awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> that's I'm gonna awesome. let you finish. She's in the middle of one of her whatever songs and da 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 da. And he comes out doing, you know, stronger, done, I walk with Jesus, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> he goes, okay, I'll let you finish. And then just leaves. <laughs> you know, and then you get the, I, uh, the, the usher does the uh, win-win with Luke, like, right? Is that is that him? Yeah, all I do is win-win-win yeah, no right. matter what. And then they go to no, Hollywood. that's T-Pain. That's oh, okay. T-Pain. Well, whatever. They do one of those songs. He comes yeah, out and yeah, then they finish yeah, out with a big song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if they can start it out with, uh, what is it, starts out with A-Town, right? Peace up. Yeah, peace up, A-Town. A-Town down. A-Town down. Peace yeah. up, A-Town down, baby. All right. So just think about that. Don't let people live rent-free in your head. That's the point of my message. It's not worth your time. You're better than that. You're smarter than that, and gosh darn it, people like you. All right. Second round of headlines. Our lovely Nikki D is out sick. She is on the live stream if you'd like to chat with her. Wish her well. Uh, what do we got, Nelson? There is a battle across this country with Native Americans. We'll get into that. And also, who is going to have a sweet victory at this year's big game? All right. There you go. You can say Super Bowl. No, I thought about it as I said it. I know. Because it's a a bona fide news story. Bonafide. Mm -hmm. I see it. Very large. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) Second round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all And here we go. Second round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. Nikki D. Sick. Nelson, please. The battle to change Native American logos takes a strange turn. Give me H3. 
across the region have been changing their names, mascots and logos in order to comply with New York State's ban of indigenous names. After changing mascots, school districts in Pennsylvania, Massachusetts and Connecticut have reverted their logos back to Native Americans. <laughs> they say, why why not honor them, essentially? So yeah. a lot of these schools uh, switched to, to the Warriors or, or, or other uh, American Patriot-style names. And eventually it got to the point where lawmakers said... What are we doing here? This is so crazy. Let's like let's intervene. School boards were getting together and having meetings. Our identity is yeah. the Redskins. Our identity is wow. It's it, it's amazing that actually there was that oh well moment of what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. You know, it, you know, because the white guy can't. I mean, I can't say anything, right? I mean, my opinion doesn't matter. But the the anytime the story comes up, because I'm a Redskins or a Commanders, see, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. right there. And so when that, th that thing had been going on for years and one day you would see somebody that would complain about it, usually a non-Native American, right, mm -hmm. the white guilt, yeah. uh, and then the Native American story would come out the next day and go, like, we have no problem with it. And it's like it's always, it's always, the, it's always the guy with the motive that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Those are the ones that always want to change stuff, take down the statues, erase history – because of whatever their agenda is and in their head they think that they're catering to a community that's going to push their career and their agenda mm -hmm. when in fact nobody cares no nope. they only care when you do it and then you turn into the heel because you're such an idiot that you actually went through that process and you think that's what these people want it <laughs> it's like now i'm not saying that's every case no you know but in this case you know you can't you can't say, okay, we're getting rid of this, this, and that. You're, you're getting rid of the Redskins, but yet you still have the Chiefs, the Braves, the Warriors, and all yeah. these other, and nobody has a problem with it. The Seminoles? I, I, I'm pretty sure that the whole point of having just focused on Native American mascots, I think the whole point is to honor them, right? They were mm -hmm. first. Yes. They are technically our forefathers, right? So the, yes. the idea is, you know, you don't see the Washington George Washingtons, you don't nope. see the Ben Franklins. Not you, a one. Right? You see the Native American stuff. It is to honor them. And then with the Redskins is like, I think the the biggest gray area is, is it a derogatory term or not? Oh, yeah. That right. makes sense to me. You see what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. that's the one that I'll give you as far as the argument is there. But the who would not want to be called a warrior? Right. Right? Who wouldn't want to be chief? Like, you're chief of police. What, I you, call people chief all the time. Where do you think chief of police came from? Right. Like, it, they didn't just make up the term. It yeah, came from that. the guy that leads the tribe. Yeah, we didn't bring that from England or wherever we came from, Denmark. <laughs> right. No, it doesn't come from any of that stuff. That doesn't even sound like a European word, chief. Like, all of our history and tradition in this, this country came from somewhere else. So it's, an, it's like we honor everybody else. Like, we're talking about Groundhog Day today. It's not our tradition. It came from Germany. You know, and we uh, uh -huh. and we in the United States and Canada, Canada are the only ones that celebrate this, right? You know, so it's uh, it's kind of anyway. I go on on about that stuff. Anyway, uh, give me a second headline. It's gonna be a sweet victory this year at the Super Bowl. H four. And now a true musical genius who needs no introduction. <laughs> oh. takes all. It's the thrill of one more kill. The last one to you can pull it down, Bob. Uh, what is this? 
I don't know this. No, it's called Sweet Victory, and it's a performance that was done by SpongeBob SquarePants and all of the characters. And for years, fans have been asking them to include this as part of the Super Bowl. In fact, after the death of uh, SpongeBob creator Steven Hillenburg in November of 18, fans were writing into Maroon 5 to get them to play Sweet Victory during the 2019 halftime show. Now, the NFL has announced that there will be a, a, with CBS and a joint partnership, there will be an animated alternate Super Bowl broadcast. Wow. With SpongeBob. With SpongeBob. And Sandy Cheeks is going to handle sideline duty. Wow. What about mm-hmm. Patrick? Is he going to be there? Patrick is going to be there. Yes. They will all join. Patrick will join sports analyst Nate Burleson and play-by-play announcer Noah Eagle in the booth as lo- alongside SpongeBob. Oh, I love those two. Love those three. Yeah. That's great. Talk about getting them started young, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, SpongeBob football, though. I mean, just kids aren't into SpongeBob. I'm into SpongeBob. Well, maybe not anymore. Right? Yeah. I love SpongeBob. I live in a pineapple under the sea. SpongeBob. You and Corey Taylor, he loves SpongeBob too. Did you see him do the song with the the guy? And (laughs) yeah, that's way cool. Really, really (laughs) cool. I guess another commercial that they're you know Jelly Roll has a commercial with Lainey Wilson, and I saw one with Peppa Pig and Scott Stapp. Really? I I haven't seen the commercial. I just read that. That's uh, the leaks of some of the commercials that are coming. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's do Friday's uh, Sacramento's most famous, uh, most popular, most excited about uh, Friday radio game. Game of Tones. Noises, sounds, tones, if you will. Uh, Nelson will give us a category. Myself, uh, Charlie, our buddy Charlie will fill in for Nikki D. Uh, Kyle, who's very good at this game, will come over and play. So you can pick either me, Charlie, or Kyle to be your in-studio player. Up for grabs, government mule tickets to the venue, Thunder Valley, February 16th. Also throwing in a government mule CD so you can listen to it on your way to the concert. Uh, Just need some players. 916-909-0985. Again, 916-909-0985. And the category this week is... The Grammys. The Grammys. All right, need some players. We'll do Game of Tones here next. Yeah, welcome back. It's the bs thanks for being here my name is jason bailey uh no day uh nikki d she is out uh, not feeling well today uh so we've got nelson and a room full of players charlie was running a little bit late where's my bed doug uh and so the category uh is grammys by the way the grammys yes. the grammys for game of tones noises sounds tones if you will we have one of the best players ever to play the game, which would be Kyle, is uh, Mike is not on yet. We got to turn that on, Doug. Yep, Nikki's Nikki D's Mike, right? Yep. Okay. There you go. There we go. So uh, one of the best guys to ever play the game, and Sherry and Auburn's going to be uh, your uh, listener player. And then we've got Jackie from Promotions because Charlie is running a little late. She comes busting through the door, and I scared her half to death. And I was like, you know, because Jackie, Jackie's one of those people like actually comes to work every day. Uh-huh. Yes, every day, she's every here. every every day she's here. It's you know? kind of annoying, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, way to make us all look bad, Jackie. You, you walk through the hallways. There's like nobody here, and Jackie's <laughs> always here. So it's always a beautiful, smiling face, a pleasant, smiling face. So I, I, I begged her. I need you to play for Bill. Uh, for Game of Tones, and you said yes. Yes. And you've played before. I have, a long time ago. But yeah. I have. It, and, and from what I've heard on the internet, you've been practicing ever since. 
Yes. Yeah. True. Right? She has, yeah. <laughs> She's been in training. Yeah. Kyle, you've been helping like a, her. Yeah, it's like a it's like a Rocky montage. Kyle has actually developed a performance <laughs> studio. I have. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a tall mountain that she climbs, and when she oh gets to the top. God. She's like Bailey. She does it. True statement. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a like a, a, a class on you know getting buzzered in and then just knowledge. And Kyle puts that on. You can reach out to Kyle. Uh, whether during our show or whether he goes and does his own show, the insiders down the hall on ESPN 1320, and it's a very low uh, membership fee to mm-hmm. do the uh, Game of Tones yeah. training center with Kyle. $3,000 an hour. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Really not bad. All right, so here we go. Uh, Game of Tones time. Nelson, um, you're going to host. You're going to tell mm-hmm. Doug what buttons to push. Yep. I need buzzing sounds. Jackie first, please. Woohoo. Woohoo! Okay. Oh, that's tough. Very. You want to get that? Oh, woohoo! Yeah, it is uh, similar to his, and it's hard to get out. Oh. You sure you don't uh, want to go with something a little bit more? Let's do. Yo, I think I did yo last. Oh, yo's, yo's a good one. Yo's, yo's a really good, good one. Yeah, yo's, yo's a good one. Yo's strong, but I, solid. Yo, right? Yo. All right, and Kyle. Fave. Fat. Oh no! <laughs> no. <laughs> don't you dare, Kyle. That's no. funny, but don't you dare. Uh, I got no. my touche. I would. I would definitely get it wrong every single time. Go, right. Matt, okay. Right. Well, and my brain's trained to listen for Matt for you. Right, right, right. right. And I've got a woo. Ah. All right. So here we go. Let's do it. All right. Why don't you tell from uh, tell me this tone here? That'd be G one. Woo. Bailey, jump around. And that's incorrect. Oh, sorry. Buzz. Mm. There you go. Oh, like, play it again. Matt. That'd be Kyle. Eight mile. And that'd be absolutely correct. Oh, the final rap mm, battle. Yeah. Those guys that jump around never won the Grammys. Mm-mm. Now, yeah. while he stands tough, notice that this man did not have his hands up. Yeah. up. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Clarence's parents, they're real nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. There's right. no such thing as... Halfway crooks. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. How about then this tone, G2? Man. Whoa! Oh. That'd be Kyle. Photographers. Photographers or paparazzi. Paparazzi. That's what you're looking for. Don't worry, Jackie. I'm like. Any tones you might hear at the Grammys or from Grammy artists. Right. Gotcha. Can you tell me for two points what this tone is? G3. Whoa. Bailey. Metallica one. And that is absolutely correct for two (laughs) points. Bailey back tied now with Kyle. One of the many Grammys the Metallica has won for one. Now, this next tone I will give you, I want who is speaking. Okay. Not what it is. Give me G4. First of all, I'd like to thank God. Who, uh... Whoa. That'd be Bailey. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. That's wow. absolutely correct. Very good. For Very good. Acceptance that was exactly what that was. For Thriller. The champion. <laughs> wow, out of time. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, then, and give me G5, Doug. The music business is failing. I need some brilliant ideas right now. Two words. Mexican Jonas Brothers. Don't talk. Ringtone. That'd be Kyle. 21 Jump Street. And that's incorrect. Pop it back up, Doug. Give him a buzz. You know how many Air Jordan 6 black kids wear? You. We need ideas. Kyle. Get me to the Greek. And that'd be absolutely correct. There it is. Oh, strong. You know, I've seen that once. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, nothing, you Jackie. Sh- yeah. like you feel like you should go back and watch it again, but you never will. Jackie, I don't want you to get deflated over there. You can still come back. What's the score? It would be three to three. All tied up. Bailey and Kyle. Just three. We've got plenty of time. Come on. 
Cool. Especially cool. when you could. <laughs> especially, especially, Jackie, when you could na- nab two points for this tone, G6. Yo. Kyle. Beyonce. That's one point, ding, yes. And? Irreplaceable. And that would be two points. Oh. Taken out of the mouth of Jackie right there. Yeah, that was that was right there in your wheelhouse too, yeah, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. God, I couldn't have set it up better. <laughs> How about For the record, that? I think Sorry, I, heard, guys. I heard you buzz in first. This is <laughs> a delay, apparently, and I caught Kyle first. How about this tone? G7. You want to come? When? We're headed to the right. airport now. Tonight. Tonight? No, I can't. I got to go to work later. Man. I got to go to... That'd be Kyle. The Guardian? That's incorrect. Pot it back up. I'll take care it's of It's my me. ball that took you to that place. No. Listen. Hey. You have my number. Yo. And that would be Jackie. A star is born? Jackie! Jackie! Come on! And for Absolutely eight, correct. For eight points, you get just for born. Right. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can <laughs> now you hit the applause. <laughs> can you give me G eight, Doug? And I went there and I found out some white kids can curse around the house. Woo. That'd be Bailey. Eddie Murphy. And that's Eddie Murphy from one of his Grammy Award winning stand ups. Another chance for two points two point is right eight. here. Jack. And G9. Man, whoa. That's Jackie. It really is Jackie. I'm not playing favorites. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Okay, that's uh final answer? Yes, give yeah. it to her. Final answer. Okay. Yeah. I will give it to her. He's looking what? with Timberland, I know. <laughs> oh, there you go. Wow. That's right. Okay. Featuring Timberland. Yes, I would have. I will give you the point, though. He says give you the point. Can you tell me the song? Five, four, three. I can't. <laughs> Bailey? Sexy. Back. That's it. Well, bring it up. <laughs> Sexy back. I will give him. No, he said back. The, said him back to back, Kyle. I got to give him to him. Sexy back. Go ahead and turn that down, Doug. Give him the applause. Points it's like the most else. strenuous one I think I've ever done. <laughs> the like so many things going on Split right now. The How? <laughs> Right now, it is Bailey in the lead by one point with six. Kyle right behind with five. Jackie, you got two, and there's plenty of tones left. I need a nap. <laughs> How about G10? They still owe you money, fool. Ma'am, would it make you feel any better if you knew that what we're asking Matt here to do is a holy thing? You see, we're on a mission from God. Don't you blast him in here. Don't you blast Bailey. Blues Brothers. And that's absolutely correct. Mission from God. Never seen it. I was going to be really disappointed if someone didn't say their call buzz after Mission from God. Yeah. It's at the House of Blues every time we go. Mission from God. Yeah. All those times I've been to the House of Blues for sure. You've never been to the House of Blues? Oh, God, no. Why? Nelson, I've never seen any iconic movies. Come on. I just watched The Godfather the other day for the first time. Oh, great pizza. Mm hmm. It is good pizza, actually. Although a former employee of yours yelled at me and said, That's gas station pizza. Gas station. It's not New York wouldn't do that. <laughs> Give me now. You Sorry, worked with an Adam Sandler character? Uh, uh, kind of, yes. Give me G11. Woo! That'd be Kyle. Champagne. Champagne be popping on Grammy night, Kyle. That's correct. Thank you. It sure is. I think it'd he was be, looking for a poppin'. 
Not just champagne. But that's okay. <laughs> it's neither here nor there. How about another opportunity for two points in this G12? And that would be Bailey by a hair. That's Madonna mm-hmm. and Material Girl. I'm so glad I can't see Kyle's face right now because I know he's upset. Why are you a Madonna fan? Why are you so upset right now? Because I buzzed in first. Oh, this has nothing to do with Madonna. It's just the buzzing? No, I'm fine with Madonna. Okay. Oh, she's going to be Golden One Center on February 24th. (laughs) Courtesy of Live Nation. You know what? I tell you what. I'll make you a deal. (laughs) I tell you what. If I lose, I'll give you my points. Okay, great. Thanks. Oh, my God. He knew that when and where. He's got an, uh, an interview coming up with her. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not a big fan. I just know she lands at 714. <laughs> <laughs> Gate C6, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you, can you give me G13, though? But right now, let's talk about your lovely wife, Darlene. How's she doing? Yo. That would be uh, Jackie. An interview? Oh, that's Jackie. incorrect, Jackie. Oh, I would give it to her. I mean, she's no. not wrong. I mean, <laughs> that's, not the I mean, that's not the answer yeah, I'm looking yeah, for. Uh, Te- technically, you're yes, never wrong. Be proud of you. Well, my mom is dead, and my pa and I don't uh, speak to each other, so we're not very close. We can always cut around this. If it gets too pathetic. You guys aren't going to get <laughs> it if you don't have it by kids. now. I you no. I got nothing. That you. would be... Walk hard, the Dewey Cox story. Oh, yeah, never seen it. Seen it once. Yeah. What? Yeah. Bro, that's I'm wild. You, I'm telling you, he he doesn't understand our intellectual right. level. Right. Okay. Okay. He lacks. Okay. He lacks he emotional lacks, intelligence. Right. Low emotional <laughs> intelligence. Ah. That's fair. That's fair. Can you give me G14, Doug? Yo, Taylor. Man. That would be Kyle. Kanye West. Kanye West doing what? Interrupting Taylor Swift. And there you go. That's oh, my God. I gave that answer, like, last hour. Uh-huh. I know. And as you were saying it, I'm like, does he, is this guy looking at my tones? Yeah. <laughs> like you my tones? Don't, don't look at my tones, Get your eyes dude. off my tones. Get your, get, get out of my tones. Get them eyes off my tones. What I'm saying is I technically should have got the point because I answered it last hour. Oh, I get you. You don't, though. Head, so that's. Head, shoulders, knees, and tones. <laughs> head, shoulders, head, shoulders, knees, knees and, and tones. Yes, knees and tones, knees and tones. All right, score, please. Right now, Bailey is in the lead with nine. Kyle right behind him with seven. And Mm. Jackie, you got two. That's where I like you. All right. Which one of them? Don't answer that. (laughs) Next tone. Never mind. Don't answer. How about a chance for two points right here? Could Kyle tie it up, or is Jackie getting back in it with G15? Right now. And that's Kyle. That is Carrie Underwood. That's one point. Before he cheats. And that's two points. Come on. Let's go. We have a tie game. Any uh, concert information? (laughs) No, but you can catch her on Sunday Night Football. (laughs) (laughs) She lands at 916. Right. (laughs) Can you give me this Grammy tone G16? Whoa. The most amazing Avril Lavigne. How are you feeling tonight? Thank you. That'd be Kyle. Avril Lavigne? Mm, that's not what I'm looking for. Okay. Can I have to buzz you on that one? It's a, it's a party, right? And you're presenting. So how does it feel to be back up Matt. on the Grammy stage? Kyle? An interview? What kind of interview, Kyle? Oh, woo! A backstage interview. No, woo, woo, woo. no that's incorrect. Bailey? Red carpet. That would be a red, oh, red carpet, carpet interview. By the way, I buzzed in before the clip even played. 
I know, but I thought you were joke buzzing. No, if I joke buzz, I'll I, go. You were <laughs> gonna say you were gonna go. You were gonna go. Woo! Silence. Exactly. <sighs> Sorry. Come on. My bad. Bitbuster. <laughs> That's another Bitbuster good Bitbuster Stevens bit over here. Busters, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, 60 seconds. Here we go. With 60 seconds on the clock, can you give me G17? Woo! Oh. That'd be Bailey. Uh, that's uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Matt. I, I will accept that. No way! Indiana Why? Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's the Indiana Jones theme. I was and gonna, it is in Raiders of the Lost Ark. I was going to say, it's John Williams, right? That's he did that too. To yeah. Yeah, I was ex- I was looking for Indiana Jones theme. I feel that's close enough, even though Kyle disagrees. Like, no, that's fine. No, if that's what you were looking for, that's fine. That's fine. Yes. I accept that. You're yeah, and I have angry. it on the. I have. Yeah, okay. I have it on my. Okay. Nobody okay, with fine. a cardigan sweater should be that angry. <laughs> yeah, why so mad? He's so mad. So mad. So mad. If I <laughs> so lose, I'm giving you the points. Right. 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 An opportunity again to tie it up right here, Kyle, in G18 with two points. Matt. Oh, whoa. That'd be Kyle. Five. Four. Yeah, me too. Play that funky Three. music, white boy. That's incorrect. Go again. Buzz. Oh, Matt. Oh. That'd be Kyle again. Stevie Wonder. Ah! One point. Woo. Yo. Five, four, <laughs> three, two, mm, one. Buzz. Woo. Superstition. That's Superstition. Not, that would be correct. Superstition. Uh, I would have not given it to you. Superstitious. You said, right. It's superstition. All right. Ten seconds. Here we go. How about this? Another opportunity for two points. Give me G20, Doug. G20. Whoa. That's Kyle by a by a hair, Jackie. Five. Four. Black Eyed Peas. One point. Three. Two. Tonight's going to be a good night. And that's incorrect. Go ahead and pull it back up. You can get in, Jackie. You say yo. Yo. And that would be Jackie. Black Eyed Peas. We yeah, don't get that off point. The board. Uh, that point you can't have. I'm, uh, my train of thought. Okay. Four. I got it. Three. Whoa. Two. One. Go ahead. Tonight's the night. And that's incorrect. Damn. Meh. Kyle. Oh, let's play the town. Pull it down. Tonight. Kyle. <laughs> parentheses. Yes. Going to be oh, a good God. night. Okay. Well, uh, I got a feeling that none of you got it right. Oh, I, I got, got a feeling. That's right. That's right. All right. What's the score? Where are we at? I'm down and one. And with a score of 12, Bailey wins by one point. Brutal. Absolutely brutal by me. One point, Kyle with 11, and Jackie with two. Got to stop that other one there. All right, there we go. Well, thank you, Jackie. You played a great game. You did. Thank you. It gets you, like, blood going, right? Yeah. You're you're, going to have a good day. Today's the the day. It gets my blood boiling. I'm pissed. I know he is. Jesus. He is. Security. Day is ruined. Security for me, Madonna, and Carrie Underwood. I'm blocking your contact in my phone right now, Kyle, until I can trust you. You are a true crimes episode waiting to happen. There's a radio guy in Sacramento, Florida. Always just showing up at Madonna's house. So weird. He's always wearing a sweater. <laughs> He's very handsome. Very handsome fellow. Very, very handsome. Loves wrapping Christmas presents. So weird. <laughs> Big Christmas guy. His victims were all wrapped. Reindeer <laughs> <Yeah>. wrapping. <laughs> we found we found meticulously the, wrapped. We found the Madonna. We found the body of pop icon Madonna wrapped in red and green Christmas paper. <laughs> Outside a Sacramento Kings game. Oh, my God. <laughs> Next to a microphone. 
just thinking that it might be Kyle. All right. Uh, I want to revisit a conversation. Actually, Nikki brought up yesterday with headlines about this lady that took the couch back to Costco after two years. Uh, question for you if you want to participate in this. Like, What's the longest you've ever kept something until you return it? I'm a big fan of this. And I was having this conversation yesterday with a buddy of mine, and um, I felt like I was judged. I felt like I was judged for uh, the things that I do because I'm about to do it again thanks Ooh. to uh, a ring camera that um, doesn't work out all that well. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute here. Hang on. So what is, I don't know, classy as far as hold time, return time? That story uh, Nikki D did yesterday with that woman that held on to this couch for like two years before she took it back to Costco. She's getting beating, uh, beaten up on the internet, right? Because they're mm-hmm. like, you're classless, you're trash, who does that? But Costco's return policy says you can bring it back any time, I guess. Right. Which, you know, so no harm, no foul. She's just like, well, if that's what you guys say. Now, granted, I guess it is a little trashy to do that. But uh, I didn't realize how much of an opinion people have on this kind of stuff. And you're really judging McJudgerson when you tell them that you do things like uh, return things. Okay, let me give you an example. (laughs) So yesterday, so I've got this uh, this uh, ring camera. You know, I'm a big ring guy. I got them all over the house and whatnot. And uh, and I've never had a problem with a ring camera before. So this this ring camera that I have, for some reason, I don't know if it's because of the weather we've had or whatnot. Water got into a thing. It, it, it just stopped working. It's not powering on. So I had my electrician buddy uh, Eddie come out yesterday. He checks all the power, checks the sockets, all that stuff. He does me a solid. He's like, it's not that. It's got to be the camera. So I was like, okay. So I go on and I'm like, well, there's got to be a warranty. I was going to go mm-hmm. through the process and and because that's what you do, right? In order not to be tried, you go through the process. But they always want like the serial number and the model number and it's never easily found. It's like, yeah, where can good. I where can I find it? Well, <laughs> if you peel off the paint right, right. and you take off the battery and then you dip it in water and then if you <laughs> flip it upside down and use a black light under a microscope in a dark room <laughs> with a monocle, you can yes. find it, right? It's got to uh-huh. be a right eye monocle. Can't be the left eye monocle. It's it's so it's so it's so painful to find. Uh, so, but I, I did the right thing and I go on, and then they just kind of blew me off. They're like, "Well, after ten minutes, can't help you. Call this number tomorrow." I'm like, no, it's not going to happen. So, what do you do, Nelson? What do you do in that case if you don't want to go through the warranty stuff? You, I take it back, and I get my money back. No, like, no, no. You can't. I, you can't, I'm not. I need it. I need oh. one there. So you do oh. the you do the swap. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I was going to say, I literally did this one time when Amazon sent me a pair of headphones that were defective. And so I called them. I said, hey, I don't, I, these headphones aren't working. They're like, you know what? Just throw, just throw them out. It's fine. Actually, this is me. I'm admitting to stealing right now. So they said, just throw it out. We don't care. Throw it out. Donate it. The headphones don't work. We don't care. So then I went over to another store that sold that pair locally and I flip flopped. Trash. You're trash. I am trash. Yes. But according to the general public, right? You would be trash. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah, not, I mean, it's okay. According to this room, too, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of trash. I'll give you an 80-20, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're not full 80 trash. trash. It, right. No, yeah. no, no, 20 trash. <laughs> I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I appreciate that. So I was like, you know, I was like, this is what I wanted to do to begin with, but something was telling me, Bailey, don't be trash. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's just too much of a headache. And they need, like, every time you try to return something, they don't believe you. You know, it's like they question you, and they and they look at you like you're lying, uh, even if you're not. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what I'm just going to do is I'm going to go to Home Depot or wherever they sell these things. I'm just going to buy a new one. 
and I'll wait a couple days. You know, I'll clean it up a little bit because I've only had it. And this is the other thing. I haven't had it like this lady at the Costco for two years. I've had it for like less than 10 months. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not me. It's them, which it normally is, right? Yeah. So it's them. So what I'll do is I'll put the new one up and it'll work just fine. I'll put this one back in the box. I'll have plenty of time to return it. Is that trashy? Is that on the same lines as this lady at the Costco? Is there a window that you should have to wait? Or I'm sorry, is there a window that if you've had something for a certain period of time, even if you can work the system and take it back, you're still considered trash? Probably. Now, I am, like you had aforementioned, trash, so it sounds good to me. But that's also the trash in me. Do you feel guilty when you do these things? Uh, I did. Yes, the last time, because it was tantamount to stealing. Like, I know that eventually it's someone's going to get it worked out, but, you know, it wasn't like I was stealing directly from that department store, but I was stealing from Sony or whoever made the headphones. Did you justify it in your head? Oh, I did, yes. And how did you justify it? I needed the headphones, and I didn't have the money to pay, to pay for another pair. Yeah, you, you really have the free passive justification your whole life yeah. because you just say you never have the money. Yeah, I'm just pathetic. You're, you're yeah, right. It's a, it's a blanket covers everything. <laughs> and then you add the I've got kids. Uh huh. And you double justify. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. I, I used the God justification one time, and I felt horrible. And I am not a stealer, and I'm not a thief, right? I, anymore. Anymore. Right. I used to be when I was younger. <laughs> reformed. But I, I'm a reformed thief. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and this is not really like thief is like breaking in and stealing stuff. Like, yeah, I don't criminal. You know, I know some people are rolling their eyes. But you here, know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a, here, like you said, a B and E. It's hitting somebody over the head with a pipe. 2006, moved into this house in Tampa, and I, and I and I went ape. You know what? Buying new stuff because mm-hmm. you know this is like it was a new chapter in my life, new job, and you know white and first white and all this stuff. So I go to uh, a big box store that sells electronics, and I buy a new computer, and I bought uh, two new televisions and some other stuff. And this was the day and age where you could kind of afford plasmas. That's all that existed. Oh, right. Right. And it was heavy. It was right before the LEDs and start coming out, so they were affordable. They weren't 7 8 k like mm-hmm. they were when they first came out, but they were still like two-ish thousand dollars. They were expensive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I got a new job, new life, new city. Let's do it up. Do it up. Just put it on the car. Put it on the Discover. Boom. Right? Getting cash back points. 5%. Boom. And uh, delivery day comes. They deliver all my stuff, but they double up on the TV. And I check my invoice. I'm like, did they double charge me? They did not. Mm. They accidentally gave me two 50-inch plasma televisions, Samsung plasma televisions. Mm Mm-hmm. I literally went into my living room, sat down on my man couch, and I thought about it. What do you do? And I was like, well, the right thing is is to return it. Uh, and then uh, I had an outer body experience, a very spiritual experience. <laughs> the good Lord started talking to me, and I'm a believer. And he said, Jason, lately you've been a very good person, and this is my way of rewarding you. I swear to God, literally, that I heard the guy say that to me. And everything was fine. Yeah. So it wasn't until I got a phone call about a week later from said big big box store that asked Mm -hmm. if there was a double delivery, and I had to lie. Yeah, and then I don't think God wanted you to lie, but that's all right. You're already in too deep. In for a penny, in for a pound. Which is a sin. And I swear to God again, literally, Mm -hmm. right after that phone call, I heard it's okay. 
You know who forgives your sins? The guy, the big guy. He does. Right, exactly. So He does. We do that all the time. We justify this stuff. Yes. But I don't think this woman at the Costco needed justification. I think she was in because she didn't do anything wrong according to, you know, the return policy. (laughs) Is it wrong to do what I'm doing and swapping out the camera? I mean, because, like, you listening right now, don't tell me you don't do the same stuff. Guarantee, I guarantee like 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10, if not 10 out of 10 of y'all do the exact same thing. Do you have to justify it within that? I don't know if you do. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think you And if you do, I'll give you another justification, record profits. Right. That's the other other justification. You're going, they're not going to miss it. What am I? Like, is it really going to make the price of whatever product going to go up? I'm just a small little speck in the world. It's not that big of a deal. You know, so anyway, when I, the point, I guess the point of the story was, I was telling somebody about what I was going to do, and they looked at me weird. They like judged me on it, like mm-hmm. I was a bad person. You're but, not, but I know that they do the same thing. So why are you mm-hmm. judging me when you do the same thing, you dirty bastard? Well, you do as I say, not as I do. I guess so. Mm-hmm. I guess so. I could feel it. All right, <laughs> it's okay for me to do it, but not you. Right, right. Third round of headlines. Uh, Nelson uh, in for Nikki D, who's not feeling well. What do you got? There was a gunman connected to a big party that's coming up and a utility bill that one woman has been paying for way too long. All right. Two big stories from today. A third round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. All right. Third round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating. Oh, excuse me. And air. 530, good air. Nikki D out sick. Nelson, what do you got? Did someone try to bring a gun to the Grammys? Give me H5. The hottest pre-Grammy party is in Beverly Hills tonight. That is mm-hmm. right. Big stars. They are celebrating. Down, Pull Pull there we go. Clive Davis's annual pre-Grammy bash. There you go. I didn't hear a word of that, so I don't know what it said. You want to play it again? Go ahead and play it again. The Grammy party is in Beverly Hills tonight. That is right. Big stars, they are celebrating at music mogul Clive Davis's annual pre-Grammy bash. Ah. And it was a gunman at that very hotel that was arrested recently, although it appears there wasn't any direct involvement with the Grammys. It just happened to be wrong place, wrong time. The preparations for Clive Davis's famed pre-Grammy party came to a grinding halt Yesterday morning, as cops busted an armed man at the Waldorf Astoria. Really? Mm -hmm. The Waldorf is right next to the Beverly Hilton, where Clive's event is held, and cops swarmed the area after getting a call shortly after 9.30 in the morning for a disturbance at the hotel. A drone was deployed, and a gunman spotted standing on a hotel room balcony firing shots. Well, 20 years ago, I'd probably say, you know, wow, that's crazy. There's no way that's a coincidence, but a gun in L.A.? Wow, I'm shocked, you know, especially especially if, you know, from and I don't know L.A. very well, but I do know right next to downtown L.A., it's like Tent City, you know, where there's walking zombies of people of just, you know, I mean, it's 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 like a third world country and it's right next to, you know, like all the nice hotels. Have you seen the document? What's the one hotel that, that the documentary where that Asian girl came over and she stayed there and then she disappeared? They couldn't find her. There's always weird stuff that happens at this hotel, and they ended up finding her in the water tank on the roof. Oh, yeah, I don't know what the doc's called. And they and they thought that she was, like, abducted because of the location of the hotel. Like, as soon as you walk out of the hotel, you're, like, in this tent city stuff. 
you know. Uh-huh. And her, name, her name was uh, Elisa Lamb. Yeah. Great documentary. I mean, it's horrible. Water, she died. Watershed, I believe, is uh, the name of the documentary. No, horrible. But so, not shocked. So, I'm glad nobody was hurt. There you go. They find the guy at the gun? Uh, they got him. They have subdued him. Uh, and that's where they said it didn't appear to be any ties to the Grammys because it does not appear the gunman made any direct threats. But SWAT was involved. What did? He, what did? He, what was he doing with the gun? Is he shooting? He's or? just shooting it. Yeah. Oh, really? He was just shooting it just randomly. Once he was in custody, we're told the gunman was booked for felony possession of a firearm and negligent discharge Ooh, of the firearm, a handgun disgusting. with an extended magazine. Ooh, oh my goodness. Which is, I mean, which is a big deal in California. Huge. Oh, you're a terrorist if you got one. Of course. Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's horrible. All right. Second story. How often are you checking your utility bill? H6. So I just found out that I have been paying the utility bill. For my entire apartment building. Since 2021, she's been on the hook for the apartment building's electrical costs. 23, so three years. Since 2021. Wow. This has been happening to this woman. Her name is Brooke. She's gone viral recently because she found out that she'd been paying the utility bill for her entire apartment. She just thought, you know, this is what the price of rent is. No. She's living in New York City. And what had happened was what happened? What, what happened was, is that the building's power went out and she was trying to figure out, oh, what's going on? What's going on? Are there any outages? They check the outage map. There's no outages. They call the utility company and they're like, yeah, you guys haven't paid your bill. She's like, what are you talking about? I pay my bill all the time. Then they find out it's their name that was listed as the uh, the t- the the tenant responsible for paying the whole building. Okay, so well, okay, so I think in this, so she not only has her own bill that she pays because she had to, in order to pay the bill, she had to receive a bill, right? Right. You would think, but, if but she's just doing it online. But she's also on the main. So I had something similar. Uh, we had a, a beach condo in Destin, Florida, and we were, and this wasn't like a scammy thing. It was just I found out the hard way that everyone, like the internet, uh-huh. was the condo association. So you couldn't call and get customer service oh. because it was on the. So in this case, it's the opposite. So mm-hmm. instead of it being on the apartment, they put it in her name. Yes. So what it, I, I guess, again, what had happened was her ex had moved out. The bill used to be in her name. He didn't cancel the account. And at some point, the power company mistakenly switched the meters. So they did some work in the building. And then their meter became the master meter. And Ooh. the master meter became their individual meter. Who would want to be the master meter? Master meter, yes. That's a great name. <laughs> Sometimes when... Uh, if you remember, we were embarrassed by our parents at school. Uh, I think we've all had one of those, one or two of those, right? Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's what your parents did for a living, the kids ribbed you. Maybe there's an altercation. Had a couple of those. Uh, this uh, one parent in Central Florida was dropping her kid off and is making national news, if not international news, by today because of what she does for a living. Frowned upon by the school system. Whether the kid's embarrassed by it or not, you can be the judge of that here in a minute. Hang on. Hey, uh, thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. Good morning. Nikki D's out, not feeling well. Reach out to her on the social media. Say get well before she attempts to head over to the Grammys this weekend. I told her to stay home, Nelson. 
You're I did. a good man. I thought I was a nice thing to do, right? It is a nice thing to do. I think she could have powered through it and she could have come into work today. And I knew she would yeah. have if I asked her, but uh, I wanted right. to enjoy her trip at the Grammys. It's a uh, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for her. So, now, she would have done it without asking. She wouldn't have even asked for the time off. Now, granted, you know, the if you have uh, a favorite artist that are at the Grammys this weekend that are about to go out on the road and you're going to see them on tour, they're not going to make it for the next two weeks because they're going to be sick. <laughs> So there's, you know, I'm a good guy because I told Nikki to stay home. So it makes me look good. That was totally a political move. You know, <laughs> I mean, I do care, of course, but I mean, that was just made. I'm a, I'm a real, like, I put myself over. The bad part is, is that, you know, all of y'all are going to have to suffer if you're going to see your favorite artist because Nikki D is going to get them sick. Because you ain't going to see your favorite artist. No, they're going to call in <laughs> sick. I, I guarantee one person from that Grammy show that has a, let's keep an eye on that, that has a show will have to call out. Sick for the show. Okay. And we'll blame it on Nikki D. Mm, for well, sure. Taylor Swift's supposed to be there, right? So it could get her and then Travis and then... Oh, you know, you're saying, Doug, Nick, that Nikki D yeah. could potentially hand the Super Bowl over to the 49ers. That's exactly right. Well, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think uh, look at that. Term. Yeah. It's like Nikki runs into Taylor in the bathroom. She gets her sick. Kelsey's sick, can't perform. Wow. Right. How's that for a conspiracy theory? Wow. All right. Well, it's a, enjoy the Grammys, Nikki. No no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that in the background for you? Who's that lady? Uh, she's cleaning my father's house. The cleaning lady? Uh-huh. Why are you so poor if your dad's so rich? Because I've already used up all of like the help that he's going to give me. It's time oh. for me to learn the value of a dollar. Don't you think you could clean the house instead and make some extra coin? I didn't even think about that. They wouldn't have signed me up for it because they like these ladies. That little outfit she's wearing, I could totally see you wearing it. Oh, yeah. I think I'm kind of wearing it now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? Uh, All right. So do you remember any instance, instance, instance that uh, growing up your parents embarrassed you at school? It was always, you know, if I remember, it was always like usually it's because of the, the job. Right, mm-hmm. like growing up, it unless it was like this illustrious job, this really cool job, uh, you know. And as we get older, we're like, that's so silly to think that you would make fun of somebody's dad because he was a mechanic, right? You know, and you know everybody wants a mechanic, everybody needs a mechanic. Uh, most of us, like myself, would probably give a body part in order to know half of what a mechanic knows. Yep. Agreed. But as a kid, you don't see things like that. You know, it's it's like you know, when your dad's the janitor of the school. That's the the exact thing I was thinking. That's embarrassing. That, right, it is. You know, but you get older and you're going, there's nothing wrong with that. You're making yeah, a living. Not, right. It's like, it's the, it's not even a thought. It shouldn't be a thought in your brain. Mm-hmm. What anybody does for a living shouldn't be a, th- should never judge somebody for what they're doing if they're putting food on the table for their family. Unless they sell crack cooking. Right, of course. Then so. we will judge them then. Unless it's elite. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Lake County, Florida, it's actually where my mom lives. Uh, it's just outside of uh, Orlando, Central Florida. There is a mother there named Michelle Klein, and on the back of her car, she had an OnlyFans sticker that advertised her OnlyFans account. I've never seen one, but, you know, if you're on OnlyFans, like, you can't hide it, so why not advertise it on the back of your car? I I, I, I agree. So uh, the problem is, is that her kids at school, they go to a Christian school, mm-hmm. and she would pull up in the drop-off, like, you know, they're young kids. She'd pull up in the drop-off, you know, so you got all the parents, which is, by the way, I remember when my daughter's little, you know, that that drop-off 
that that struggle is real. It's a war zone. It is a war zone. Yeah. You you've got that lady that's doing the traffic and she takes her job very seriously. Mm-hmm. And then you have the parents that because they've been doing it for so long think they own it and they need to tell yes. you the rule. I mean, like every depiction of the kid drop off in movies is so accurate. So that's what this woman's in. She's a very good looking mom. You know, she's the hot mom. She's Stacy's mom, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the school, the, the parents are upset with her because she's got the OnlyFans sticker on the back of her window. I think you are underselling sticker here. Well, it's, it, it just says OnlyFans and has her account, right? Uh, uh, but it's the entire back window of her car. It's oh, like wow. she got it wrapped. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's like a, it's a decal. Yeah, like it's, uh, there's a sizable piece of real estate. It's not just a tiny little OnlyFans logo with like an at cinnamon on yeah, the bottom of it. But you make it sound like that's such a horrible, what's the big deal? I mean, like, it's just like blatant porn, right? On your back, on your back window, isn't it? Like, it, I, no, it's not. It's, it says OnlyFans. If you know, you know. If you don't, fine. Go to the website. But you're not going to see anything unless you sign up. Yeah, but would you? How would you feel if um, if Air Force Amy was pulling up to a Christian school and she had Bunny Ranch written on the back of her, her vehicle? And my same same. And my like, kids were young. Uh huh. I I, w- I, w- I would not care at all. It's none of my business. Sure. It's it really is none of my business. Yeah, like it wouldn't ruin or bother my day. I wouldn't complain about it to the school, but I would also probably think you're just a little trashy. I don't know why I would. I would judge. But here's the thing is like this is what I do with whenever there's a story like this. You know. Actually, let me finish the story and I'll go back to my opinion. Okay. But mm-hmm. so the the parents are upset with this woman. They go to the school and uh to this woman's credit, Right now, she goes by Piper Fawn. If you're on OnlyFans and you want to find her, she's Piper Fawn. She's very attractive. So, like, one of the parents is like, "It's not just a, t- it's not just like a tiny little emblem on the back of the car says Lexi Thomas. <laughs> Lexi, it's it's taking up the entire back windshield of two vehicles. Right? I highly doubt it's two vehicles, but I get, right. I get, I get it. I understand what you're saying. Uh, and then the, the this woman replies back. She's like, "It's just a, it's a legitimate business. Mm-hmm. It's." It's my way of making a living and allowing my, you know, I'm assuming they have to pay for their kid to go to this private Christian yeah. school, helping her kid get a better education. No different than a woman that feels the need that their last resort is to strip or whatever the case may be. You know, like, who are you to judge these people? Uh, my husband and I had this, you know, behind closed doors lifestyle that we've now decided to share. Again, none of our business, none mm-hmm. of our business whatsoever, because the thing is that, you know what the difference is? is they're being honest and letting people know who they are versus everybody that's got an opinion and does freaky stuff behind closed doors. Right. And then bat- it's like the anti-gay senator that eventually gets caught with his boyfriend. Yep, in a rest stop somewhere. Cheating on his fake wife and kids mm-hmm. or the yeah. fake relationship that his wife and kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe if more people were to be honest, then we, would not have no pr- we wouldn't have as much of a problem with honesty. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Because most people that are judgmental on something either do it themselves or don't believe what they're saying. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So school officials you know, tell this woman, this Michelle Klein, they're like, look, you can't use the main entrance to come to school anymore. You can't do what the rest of the parents are doing. You got to use the back door. You got to. <laughs> <laughs> <You> got- <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> 
Actually, you know what they said to her? They said that she has got to drop her kids off across the street. Wow. Nope. I would, even if I was in the wrong, at that point, I would both guns blazing be, be fighting this administration. Now, I don't know what the safety situation is. I'm sure the kids are fine coming across the street and stuff, but that's where my head at went at first. But to this woman's credit, I think she does it. She didn't fight it. Really? She just refuses to take off the sticker. Well, yeah, you can't make me take my sticker down. So that puts you in a predicament, right? Do you Mm -hmm. take the sticker down because is that what's best for your kids, to drop them off up front with the rest of the kids? Or do you fight the fight and keep the sticker on and drop the kids across the street? Now your kids are going, why, Mommy, am I being dropped off across the street? (laughs) Why am I scarlet lettered? You know, why do I have to do that? You know, they've put this woman in a very, very sticky situation. Some parents at the school say there's a simple solution. If she wants to use the main drop-off, you just got to remove the decal, the decal, the decal. That one seemed like an easy thing for sure. She said, for me, it supports my family. It provides a very comfortable way of life for us, and it's legal. I pay taxes just like everyone else. I don't break the law. I just, uh, I've just offended people. You know, and that's right. all she's done. And I don't even know if she's offended anybody because half those people probably didn't even know what it was. No. Nope. You know what I mean? Someone just told them what it was. Right. So is this one of those, uh, back to the beginning of this conversation, is this embarrassing? You know, I, I don't, it doesn't say. Yes. The name, like the age of her kids, but I'm assuming they're pretty young. It's a okay, preparatory so it's, score, uh, uh-huh. school. In Tav- By the way, let me tell you about the city that's in Tavares. We're not talking about the highest IQ city in America. All right, this is uh, – I, look, I got friends there. It's cool. I've hung out a lot there. It's it's fine. I'm just saying it is a – it is it's it's just on the border of whether men are men and the sheep are scared. Uh-huh. Right? So <laughs> it's 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 not metropolis, a metropolis, right? It's not a big to-do. It's very small, and that's probably why she's getting this mm-hmm. is because it is very small. So is this a job that if your parents were into – this kind of thing that it's embarrassing yes really yeah especially after any age in which you know anything about reproduction now if you were this woman's son nelson Mm -hmm. would you own it like the guy like if you had the hot mom like Mm -hmm. my mom was my mom's my mom is attractive and she was attractive right so i would get the comments i mean she wasn't stacy's mom but she was attractive and the guys would rib me and oh, at I that was age, out with Bailey's mom last night. Right. Yeah. And they would mm-hmm. rib me, and at that age, I had a, a thinner skin, a lot thinner skin. Right. And it would get under my skin, there's no doubt mm-hmm. about it. But there also comes a point in time where your mom's just so damn hot that you have to own it. <laughs> right. She's so hot. You got to go, wow. I guess we've got eyes. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, uh-huh. it's like, yeah, my mom's like blazing. Of course. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> right. You just, got, you just got to own it. You yeah. know, and the faster you own it, that's what I would tell these kids, the faster you own it, the faster it'll go away. Right. Because as soon as it doesn't get under your skin, it's not worth their time anymore. So what else could a parent do or be that would embarrass a kid? Uh, a former co-worker of mine's mom used to follow them onto the bus to take first day of school pictures to get like action shots of them. And that's embarrassing. As you're getting on the bus, you're getting loaded in, and then all of a sudden your crazy mom is running, hold on, hold on, hold on, and would climb into the bus and smile and like take pictures of the kids and take pictures of her kids. Okay, so you're not talking about an occupation. You're just talking about something they did. Yeah, like just okay. specifically embarrassing. So if a parent sticks up for you, if you're you're being bullied or having issues at school, is that would that be embarrassing? 
Oh, God, it's a fine line. Real fun. You, you want your parent to stick up for you, but is it going to make it worse with the bullies? And will it invite people that maybe were outside of the bully dome, but like bring them in and get them in on the joke too? Right. I had that twice. Oh, no. Yeah. This uh, girl. Uh, no, no, I'm saying this girl. Uh, this parent came on the school bus and slapped me. What? Yeah, I was fighting with her kid or something like that. And uh, and this parent comes on this woman. And she's a trashy woman. She comes to the back. She just beelines for me and just whoop, slaps me. Wow. Yeah. And then. Uh, and what was your response? Ow. <laughs> and, then I, and then I think I think my mom saw it or something. My mom came out after. I think that's how the story goes. But nothing ever happened to her. Huh. You know, it was just she came on. But now my grandmother, that bulldog. Rest in peace. <laughs> let let me let me tell you what Graham did. Uh, uh, Graham, I so I got kicked out of the school play, <laughs> and it wasn't my fault, by the way. But Miss McKinster, <laughs> no, 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 Miss McKinster said any any uh, roughhousing, any horseplay on the bleachers because it's not safe. Uh, you're getting kicked out immediately. The kids in front of me were doing it, and I was always in trouble because I, I legit would I would get in trouble a lot and it was my <laughs> fault but this time it wasn't my fault but you know I was around it so mm-hmm. she just points at me and she kicks me out the entire auditorium is packed with parents and people and fans oh no it was the big this was like third grade it was the big to do and I get kicked out my mom's there my grandma's there and I'm walking I'm crying and I go up to, to she said go up to the music class and sit down put your head on the, the desk so I go up there and I put my head down and I'm crying and my mother and my grandmother rush up to see what was going on. <laughs> oh, my God. My grandmother, I guess at that time in her 80s, maybe mm-hmm. late 70s, her clothes fell off. She turned green. She had veins in her biceps. <laughs> and she marched down that staircase like she was wearing Doc Martens, even though she was in high heels, always wore high heels. <laughs> And the and it was like everything came together perfectly. Like the play got out, and everyone's funneling through. And there was like when you funneled out of the auditorium, you funneled into the main lobby of the school, the elementary school, which then went to the big, you know, bank of double doors to get outside. And my grandmother was in the middle. It was like people were, you know, like. Have you ever seen a school of fish go around a shark? Uh huh. Yeah. Know, and they make this open bubble inside. <laughs> yeah. That's how it was with people. They just walked around the great white gram, and 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 then Miss McKinster comes out, and it was like the seas parted, and my grandmother was like, "You." <laughs> oh my god! And in front of every, I've never. That's the only time in my grandmother's wonderful, loving, joyous life. That I had ever heard her raise her voice or even get angry for that matter. And she ripped this bitch to shreds. That's awesome. I mean, in front of everyone, everyone. And I'm just sitting there going, oh my God. That's awesome. But it was embarrassing. See, I would think that that was awesome. And that's probably something wrong with me. Third grade, embarrassing. Oh no, I think that would be awesome. But the good thing is, is when you're that young... That's why I don't think this is a problem. Because when you're that young, you have a very short attention span and memory. You got to hope they got a short memory. Don't let them get up into junior high and your mom's an OnlyFans model. No. All right. The phones are ringing. I just got nobody to answer. So if you want to 
keep ringing. I'll, I'll answer them here in a second. Just mm-hmm. let me go on a break. 916-909-0985. And uh, I don't want to sound too arrogant here, but and I don't want to be nerdy either and talk. But, you know, stock markets, I don't know if anybody's seen what's happening right now with Amazon. And uh, I'm going to take a little credit for this. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got a theory on this one. All right, give us a minute. Hang on. Just going to tell you, this is going to sound really arrogant. Hmm. But it makes sense. I don't know how much you guys are into the stock market and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm not a, you know, nowhere near, you know, I don't, I know a little bit, but not much. Uh, I do know, like, when things are in the green and they're plus, mm-hmm. that's good. If it's in the red and it's negative, it's bad. Mm-hmm. I know that if I own some of it and it's green, that's good. That's good. That's all I know. It's just the basic stuff, right? Uh, I know that I have Amazon, okay? I bought that like when it was really cheap, which is good. So, you know, I look at it, and I try to look smart, feel smart every day. You know, I pull it up on my phone, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that's up, that's up. You know, I never have a conversation with anybody. You guys on the radio probably don't want to hear all that stuff. But anyway, that's my point. I'm not here to talk about stocks with you. I'm here to brag about something. So uh, it's up like 12, almost 13 points. Again, that's good. Like, that's crazy good. And yeah. I have no idea why. That's, you know, that's the dummy in me. I, I, I don't know why it's happening. I just know what's <laughs> happening. Oh, we know why. Yeah. Well, that's, like, technically I don't know why. <laughs> but I think I have a theory on why. And that is? Paper Towelgate 2024. Oh, my God. So here's the deal. And I thought this was done yesterday. You know, after I gave my apology I got beat up. You know, I was taken into the bosses. They love to yell at me here. <laughs> love it. They love it. And it doesn't stop. It's not like a 10-minute thing. <laughs> These damn yelling sessions go for, like, hours. <laughs> I mean, it is crazy. Never seen anything like it. It just doesn't stop. And it's not one thing. It, like, starts with one thing. And then, it, it, it like, by the end of it, it's my fault that the flowers outside are dead. It's just, mm-hmm. it's crazy. So, you know, I got I, I got in trouble for dipping in the studio, which rightfully so. It's horrible. I didn't I, I, I guess I didn't think about it. I've done it, you know, throughout my career. I know it's against the rules, but I thought it was like one of those bendy type of things, five mile over the speed limit type of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the analogy I gave yesterday. So uh with that, that wasn't even the big deal. <laughs> Excuse me. It was that I was consuming too much too many paper towels. Well, actually, that's the theory. It's not true. But that's the theory, because what they did was they like, you do this wrong, and I admitted it, trying to be a good guy. Right. But then once I did that, it opened up the doors to anything else they wanted to accuse me of. I can't deny that. That's the game you have to play. You mm-hmm. know what happened, too, is you took the last roll of paper towels. That's what did it. That was the kicker. Yep. You know. <laughs> that was it. The now, impetus. Now, but here's the thing is that, you know, I, they, the, the tattletale thing, it's real. Like, the struggle's real. And it's very easy to get mad at these people because, you know, you feel sorry for them, right? They're just, you know, just they're just on a l- lower level. Right. But I don't do that. I look at them as sneaky angels because <laughs> in this case, they made me realize that, you know, like you got to slow it down with the tobacco. It's horrible for you. Kids don't do it. And then you've got to stop consuming so many paper products and try to save this earth. <laughs> and so if it weren't for these people not minding their own business... I would be all, you know, I'd be a mess and not and not benefiting this world and this society. So, like, I, I wish I would could know who they are. I think I know, but I really wish I did know so I could take them out to dinner 
you know, or something oh, like that. God. Anyway, so I felt horrible about the the paper towels gimmick, mm-hmm. uh, especially taking the last roll. That that's where I screwed up. You're right. right. You're right, Doug. I right. screwed up with the last roll. And so uh, I I said I wanted to rectify the situation yesterday, and I did that by ordering paper towels in bulk, mm-hmm. by the way, from Amazon. Right. Okay. Right. What is that wind? Oh my god. The, the cleaning crew. Tell them to stop. You're doing a radio show. I mean, just yell at her. She's like literally right. Just because you have a door closed. <laughs> it's a French door, mind you. Tell her to stop. Can you, can you take the... Uh, ma'am? Sorry, can you take that that way? I'm so sorry. Can you just take that? Can you just take the, the vacuum that way? No, I was just wondering if you could take the vacuum that way just for a minute. I'm on, I'm on a radio station right now. This is happening, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is happening, by the way. And I'm going to get in trouble for it, too, because, like, a bad report's going to come back to my dad. Well, you yelled at the cleaning lady. It's, that's, it's, as long as you're in my camp, that's going to happen. So, so, anyway, I ordered the paper towels from Amazon. Okay? This is the theory on the Amazon thing. From Amazon. They get here, and I have them sitting out the boss's office right in front of his door. I put a bow on them, and I don't know if anybody's seen the reel, but uh-huh. it's there. So, I did my part. I'm hoping what's going to happen after the show is I'm going to get, like, one of those... You know, like you see in the movies where you don't expect it, but you walk out and everybody, you get a slow clap, oh, slow, clap slow clap. And like everybody is so- lined up and then mm-hmm. the clap That's gets it. louder and faster and louder and faster and louder. And, faster. and I'm so excited. And then I start to realize what everybody's excited for. And then I start slapping hands. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what I'm expecting. I don't know if it's going to oh. happen, but that's what I'm expecting. So anyway, so after that yesterday, what has happened now is that um, uh, two peers, is what we call those that have listened to me for years, that have followed me, and even new two peers here in California, which I appreciate. You're, we have a private Facebook group for you, uh, mm-hmm. the BS Two Peers. And the topic for the last 12-ish hours has been how many paper towels can we send to the radio station to the boss? <laughs> so, I mean. Is out of control? It, but think about it. And so I've got these screenshots that people are sending me after they... It's gotten to a point now, Nelson, where uh, I got one from a two-peer named Ann. She goes, I, I haven't listened to yesterday's show yet. I was going to listen to it today on the app, but I ordered and sent anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. So and whipped up into a fervor. <laughs> I didn't ask for anybody to do this. I don't no. think I did. So, no. so now... Uh, like if I think they, they do employees of the month here, I, I really think I should be in the running. Oh, for sure. Because of all the paper towels that I've supplied. Like you talk about a bounce back move. You know, the guy that's been accused of how I got it was literally taking every single paper. T- like no one else did it but me. Right. That's the way it came off. Selfish. Extremely. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You can't defend it because I'm already in trouble. Mm-hmm. So I just got to own it. And then, you know, what I do, I don't know about y'all, what you do, but what I do when I own things is I try to fix them. And gosh darn it, I think I fixed it. So not only did I, I get them with my money, but people are sending the paper towels. This place is going to be filled with paper towels for the unpaper towels. Damn. You said it better differently, or better earlier, unpaper towels. Yeah, the unpaper towels people yes, of the world. Yes. You know? So now I got to get Val on from the cleaning company, which she was on yesterday. The woman that owns the cleaning company that... <laughs> Right, I got to get her back on and tell her don't worry about paper towels for like the next five years. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god. Who would have known that I could have gotten like three days worth of stuff out of paper doubt? How silly is this? Imagine this is what you're known for. Right, the one this thing. This is your calling card. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, the paper towel guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, let's just say I do last X amount of years in this market, right? You know, let's say I get a heritage, just, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, do you remember the paper towel bit that you did? Like, that was awesome. <laughs> I still have the receipt from when I sent in my paper towels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I love this it business. Could, it could be worse, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, it, much, much worse. It could be worse. It could be worse. So, anyway, I just wanted to say, at the risk of sounding extremely arrogant, and I know it does, <laughs> but if you've got Amazon, you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. It's up like... Oh, my God. Where's it at now? It's up 13... Just under 13 points. And does Amazon pay a dividend? Depends on how you have it invested. See, I don't even know. It all depends on how you have it invested. And dividend is how you can make money, right? They pay you every year or what? Yeah, it, yeah, it's more to it than that, but yeah, it's... Uh, to just to ba- dumb it down for you, I'm never going to have a dividend. Just help me understand it, a little, basically. <laughs> you invest, you get money. Okay, dividends, it, baby. It, it's green, good. <laughs> okay. Right. If you'd like to learn more about that word, play Monopoly. <laughs> right, there you go. All right, so anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. I wanted to share that story with you and take a little credit. And actually, it's not me I should take the credit. Actually, y'all should take the credit. Right. It's, you know, because... I, th- I think I read that a lot of that, uh, the up, the uptick today, like this huge uptick, is because Amazon's getting ready to raise their prices. Something oh. like that. I don't They're know. They're starting to charge three bucks a month if you want to watch your content without commercials. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, maybe. Okay. Wow. So, so there you go. But somebody's making money today. Right. Because of. You are. Paper mm-hmm. towel gate. <laughs> right. Well, what I'm making versus what people with real money have, but like paper <laughs> right. towel gate is driving the market. Uh-huh. Who knows? Maybe I'll be, you know, pulling a rock next week and ringing the bell. <laughs> <laughs> He's the special guest at the NASDAQ, the stock exchange. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fourth and final round of headlines, last minute calls, comments, concerns. Uh, you got anything, and uh, we'll do that, uh, and then we'll get out for a weekend here. 916-909-0985. Nelson. Yeah, if you like your moons over Miami, you're not going to be looking for them in Oakland for much longer. And where did a raven swoop in and save a life? All right, get you all that here in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. Big thanks to our friends at Good Guys Heating and Air, 530 Good Air. If you're on hold, stay there. I will get to you momentarily. In for a sick Nikki D. Nelson. Go ahead, please. Well, crime has brought a close to another business in Oakland, H7. Denny's in Oakland served its last meal today. After 54 years, the restaurant shut down for good, citing concerns over crime. Jesus. There's not going to be anything to go to in Oakland. Right. The restaurant on Hegenberger Road has permanently closed over concerns of crime in the area, citing safety and well-being of Denny's customers and its employees as its reason for closing after being in business, as you just heard, for 54 years. This uh, as reported by KCRA. Yeah, Denny's was the original 
get drunk, get in a mm-hmm. fight, three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. greasy sandwich. I love Denny's, by the way. Love, love Denny's. You know, like that was. Well, we don't have Waffle Houses over here, but back in Georgia, it's Waffle House. That's where. That's yep. and you hear and see those stories all the time. On yeah, on, you're getting in a fight. <laughs> it's it, yeah, like two, three o'clock in the morning. You know, that was the California version of the Waffle House. Denny's. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You get through it at a bar night. Everyone goes to Denny's. Yeah, Denny's. Denny's is a Florida thing too. Um, yeah, but has a cook at Denny's ever punched a patron? I don't feel like they have. <laughs> yeah, at Waffle House. You're not fighting with patrons. Yeah, Denny's is sanctioned. Waffle House sanctioned backyard. Yeah, absolutely. What is this a catch weight? No. Yeah. And, and, and IHOP is like the Ritz, right? Because none of the oh, stuff. Oh yes. Why doesn't anybody go and fight at IHOPs? They just never do. It's, oh, no, it's, they it's, don't. But maybe that's why the A's left Oakland. I was going to say that Denny's oh. is right near the stadium. Yeah, maybe like they, they left. They just were trying to be nice about it and said right. that like we're, we're getting out because of money and stadium and fan base and all that. <laughs> maybe they're getting out because everybody was stealing. Like they didn't have any. They didn't have any cleats. Like their <laughs> all their stuff was getting stolen. <laughs> <The> equipment's gone. <laughs> they couldn't get to the stadium. All their hubcaps were off for a car. Like I've never been to Oakland, and by mm-hmm. these news stories, it doesn't sound like I want to go to Oakland. Never. Just drive around. You don't have to go take that bridge. You just circle around it and come up north of it. I mean, is it that bad? God. They're saying the Shell gas station that's just up the road from there, about a mile from Denny's, has become a hot spot for auto break-ins. The Oakland Police Department previously was telling the San Francisco. Francisco Gate that uh, 271 auto burglaries, 15 robberies, and five instances of vehicle theft occurred at the station in 2023. Is it because they don't have enough law enforcement or because of some of these pansy laws that they have to not, well, I guess enforce slash not enforce they don't say that but i would imagine it's a perfect storm of both also they're saying that it's close proximity these locations are close uh, closely related to the freeway and may make it a target since it allows a quick getaway well this is what y'all wanted right you wanted law mm-hmm. enforcement not to get involved and you know they remember they're the bad guys you know they're you know they're the videos the edited videos of where you just see one side of the police brutality and so then there are strict rules now that are in place. And I know that for a fact, you know, uh, not to get into it, uh, but uh, I know many, many situations and stories where the bad guy got away. People got hurt because the said law enforcement officer had to wait for somebody else to be there mm-hmm. in order to arrest the person that already had the warrant for their arrest. Wow. Because of the way that the media would have depicted it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how that's where we've gotten right now. So God. there you go, Oakland, San Francisco. You got what you wanted, and enjoy your 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 property, ta- your property, and your, your value and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, asking what you get, Fafo, right. Fafo, right. Fafo, You found out. All right, there you go, dummies. Nicely done. All right, second headline. For this Southwest flight, it was a Raven to the rescue. H eight. A medical emergency in the air resolved by a Baltimore Raven who flew into action. Tight end Mark Andrews apparently helped save the life of a woman on a Southwest flight from Baltimore to Phoenix on a Thursday. That's so yesterday. According to a thread posted on Twitter, Andrews was among um, um, members of a morning flight from the two airports, and a woman began suffering a medical emergency. Apparently, it had to do with uh, her blood sugar because Andrews, a type 1 diabetic, stepped up to say, is her blood sugar okay? I have a diabetic testing kit, which eventually led to the woman's heart rate stabilizing as her blood pressure was extremely low and they could not find a strong pulse. I think the story's 
little bit blown out of proportion. But that's for, <laughs> yeah. Nonetheless, it's cool that he was there. He's able to help out. I don't know about about this whole superhero stuff, but, I mean, it's cool he was there. <laughs> right. Thank I mean, God he was there, I suppose. So he was, like, there, and he just had one of these kits, but she needed the kit? or she? I mean, Well, she, that's what – the other thing that I don't understand is that, yeah, he had the kit. He instructed medical professionals uh, on using his test kit while they're medical professionals. Eventually, her heart rate stabilized. I don't understand if the test kit has – So he didn't even have it. He just – he No, it was his kit. Oh. But, like – I thought he'd help them find it. Like it's to no. the left. It's to the left. Mark Andrews <laughs> saved a life. <laughs> How do you save a life? So the Frey was on the flight as well. So because, but did she need the kit to survive? Is what I'm asking. The kit just—I I don't know what the kit does. It doesn't say well, anything. Damn it! Than, it's your news story. Tell me what the damn kit does. They used his test kit. Eventually, her heart rate stabilized. Paramedics met the flight as soon as we landed. You needed to do more research. That's a horrible job. You finished the show horribly with that. Oh. You should have known everything about these test kits. You're right. That you know what you are right about that. Well, you should have had one for example. Should I'm have, sorry. Should have shown me it. Like how could she still be? Is she back with the vacuuming? Oh my Did god, she's taking there? the rug. She stole the rug. Oh my god, I stop get her. Out of here. I gotta get her. It's Oakland over you're, here. You're cleaning, lady. Stop. There she is again. I'm in Oakland, Nebraska right now. <laughs> is that what a Nebraska cleaning lady looks like? Look at her. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all pretty much look like that. It's pretty much the shape of a Nebraska. Does she not understand what no vacuuming means? Like, what is she oh, doing right now? Now it's mopping. That's a different one. Oh, that's a different one. I didn't realize it's a two-person team. Can they hear me? Do you have me on speaker? They don't. No. They cannot hear you. No. Hey, lady. <laughs> Stop. It's cleaning, lady. Right. Hey, lady. Oh, I have to write this down because I don't have access to the phone screen or stuff. Where, uh, what does it say? Michael in Auburn. How are you, Michael? Hey, good. How you doing? Good. We've got to go. Uh, but but uh, I, I, what do you got with the Amazon stuff? You agreed it's all because yeah. of Paper Towelgate. That's what you wanted to say, right? <laughs> no, no. Well, actually, Amazon, I obviously blew it like everybody, not knowing that they went from that Kindle, but they formed this little online book thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, uh, just a, just kind of a I'm an amateur investor kind of thing, looking out for my portfolio, right? Yeah. But Amazon and Tesla, Google are what's known as a growth stock. Ooh. So they do not pay dividends, but what they do is as the shares go from 150 to 200 to 300 to 500, mm-hmm. eventually they get prices out of the market. So they do stock splits. Ooh. So you get a three for one split to lower it back down to something where everybody can invest in. So wow. over I- the years, you get more and more shares, right? Yeah. So it's like growing as you're going. Oh, that's right. Good you get more shares mm-hmm. over time. So if you just keep them and they, they get so large that they have to split because they get priced out of the market, so to speak. That's what I mean. That's what I'm gonna ask my. I'm gonna ask my wife this weekend when you touch my growth stock. My growth stock. <laughs> oh yes. Does, doesn't that sound cool? Yeah. The uh, ones you want are, are growth and income, like Microsoft and Apple are yeah. giants, right? Right. Those have very small dividends. So each month uh, or each quarter, you'll make like uh, who knows, depending on how many shares you make, right? You make three to five hundred bucks. You have it reinvested by more shares. Look at that. Look, so you are not. You get more shares. So. You're not a neophyte guy, Michael. Don't sell yourself short. Right now, from now on, Mike, you are you are money, Mike. Thank you. Yes, money, Mike. So I want you every once in a while to call this radio show and tell people how they can get rich. Say, Bailey, it's money, Mike. Quickly, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, you you touch my gross stock, and you're going to make about five hundred dollars this week. All right. I love it, man. I love it. All right. All right, you guys rock, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Have a good weekend. All right. I Look at that. This- I feel at this moment I need to step in and say that Odyssey Inc. and none of its affiliates are associated with Money Mike, and nor is he a money actual licensed professional. You guys say that? I don't know, but I feel like you're not supposed to dole out financial advice, right, unless you're, like, licensed to do so. Well, I'm licensed. 
Okay. Well, then you're fine. But Money Mike, I can't confirm or deny whether or not he's licensed. So I, I just, now I've given us a disclaimer. I just got my CCW the other day. Jesus Christ. I almost said the Lord's name in vain. That's bad. Well, that's fine. You'd fit right in. Everybody else goes around here. Not a big deal. Can't dip in the studio, but you can throw GD around left and right. All right. Uh, I'd say Nikki, anything, but she's not here. So um, she's not feeling well. Mm-hmm. Hope she gets better before she goes to the Grammys. We love you. Uh, I know she was like really, really, I mean, all seriousness, she was just not doing well. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, Nelson, you got anything before we get out? I'm not a show stock. I'm a grow stock. There you go. You Dougie know? T. Nikki D is going to alter the results of the Super Bowl. There you go. like that. There you go. Now you're getting mm-hmm. the hang of it. only Great took job. eight years. All right. Good job. All right. Give us a like, share, follow on social. At Listen to the BS. Uh, get the uh, podcast on the Odyssey app or our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show or TheBaileyShow.com. Uh, Mickey is up next. Enjoy Mickey's show here up next. And then 3 o'clock, my poker buddy Abe Cannon. Have yourself a great, safe weekend. I know you're going to be doing some drinking. I understand. I get it. But if you had too much, please do not get behind the wheel of a car. I've lost way too many friends like that. And if all goes well, we'll talk to you Monday at 6. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know I kid out of disappointment. Not listening, not listening.